It's Tuesday already. Yeah. Can you believe that? Day two. I know. I can believe it very much. Oh, yeah. damn. I yeah. know. I was trying. Trying to make it sound like a Thursday. Yeah. But no. It doesn't feel like a Thursday. No. No, it doesn't. No, it feels no. like Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It's straight up Tuesday. Do you think you could slip into a coma? Mm. Uh, medically induced. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Nothing Nothing terrible happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Usually they do induce those for terrible reasons. Oh, uh, yeah. You I suffer know. some, I know. some serious a, trauma. A horrific accident. But let's say you're unconscious for a week. You wake up. Do you think you still get the vibe of what day it is? No. I think no. you have no idea you what lose day it all, is. I think you're, you lose all yeah. faculties of, like, time. Like, all, even when I got knocked out from my nose, I woke up. I'm like, what year is it? <laughs> yeah, you did yell that. <laughs> Calendar vibes disappear. How yeah. long have I been out? Yeah, like yeah. Five hours. I'm like, what? Five years? <laughs> no. <laughs> five hours. That's it. Mars, you've aged. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally been lunch. Yeah. <laughs> like, gas him again. Yeah. Time is so cruel. Yeah. <laughs> Time and gravity. Uh, I went and got groceries and had lunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're fine. <laughs> Not too much has happened. That's right. Uh, yes. Well, welcome to it. Happy Tuesday, guys. Tuesday. Yeah. What did you guys get up to yesterday? Anything fun? I don't know about fun. I had a weird revelation. Mm. I don't know if revelation's right. Where it might be a little heavy. <laughs> um, I was having a popsicle yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't and think it, revelations are the right word. But it was, like, not nice outside. Well, nice for November, yeah. Yeah. but not nice for popsicles. Uh-huh. And it felt, I don't know. Wrong? Yeah. Mm. I couldn't. I felt like I couldn't enjoy it. Yeah. Were you eating it outside? No, I was inside looking outside. Oh. Mm, <laughs> that's why. We got a bunch of popsicles in the house. Yeah. Our, uh, our youngest had to have his tonsils out last week. Oh, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Stollery. They're always the best. God bless the Stollery nurse. Mm-hmm. But he can't eat anything. Except for like pudding, jello. Sure, popsicles. soft, very yeah. soft. So we have a ton of popsicles in the house. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it soothes his sore throat. Mm. Uh, so, you know, what am I going to do? Not eat popsicles? <laughs> but it felt, I don't know, unnatural. It feels that way about ice cream in the winter. Yeah. I don't, I, I, I don't do that. I, I sort of get it. Yeah. I, I feel like I've definitely had ice cream in the winter. Really? I, ice cream's to Real me more of just like a dessert staple, though. Mm. There'll be some sort of ice cream dish maybe offered at a restaurant yeah. for sure. dessert. Yeah. Never popsicles. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. There's like an. That'd be an interesting restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, there's like an eight week period of uh-huh. the year where you can have a popsicle and enjoy it yeah. and not be judged. What flavor? Orange? You know it, buddy. Yeah, I knew it. Really? Yeah. Oh, Ooh. I love an orange popsicle. Mm. It's the number one popsicle a blue one no 
Well, we can't get blue ones in the stick popsicles. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can find a blue popsicle. Yeah. I don't oh, think okay. it's standard. It's part of the standard. Gotcha. That's more of a freezy. color scheme. Oh, okay. You get blue freezies, but popsicles like oh, what's, on a what's stick. What's the difference between a freezy and a popsicle? Oh, my Did you God. not have these as oh, kids? No. You didn't have popsicles as no. kids. No. Have you had a popsicle? I yeah. I just picture no. Popsicle I guess Pete not. With the sticks. Uh, like a, I, uh, the big flat ones? The ones you can crack in half? I have the sticks. You want maybe not the popsicle. Well, how did you have popsicle <laughs> sticks and not the popsicle? Okay, oh. this is too early for Crash's trauma, but we're going to dive right oh, into God. it. Because it's Tuesday. So your mom did not buy you and John popsicles when you guys were kids? Well, I'm, I'm obviously confusing popsicle and freezy. The popsicle, okay. Popsicle. Nobody does that. Nobody, <laughs> nobody ever confuses that. Popsicle comes on a stick. Popsicle's on a stick, and it's budget and paper wrapped. Sure, but I mean, there is different, like, yeah. popsicle's a big umbrella. Okay. There is, like, the standard popsicle, two sticks you can crack in half. Okay, I had those. Okay, that's a popsicle. That's okay, a popsicle. popsicle. Oh, my God. What did you think it was? I don't know. I, I was just thinking full freezy the and whole the, time. The that's free- why I'm like a blue one. <laughs> the freezy's, <laughs> freezy's in a tube. Uh, gotcha. You snip the top off. Yep. Yeah, it's yeah. a plastic from, tube. You push up from the bottom. Gotcha. That makes sense. Okay. Very so different. V- it is very different. Yeah. So, yes, I have had popsicles. They were like budget in white paper, and every time I would open them, they were all just covered in frost and ice. Yeah. Well, those are old popsicles that like your oh, mom dug out of the back of long? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. those, those are gross. Fresh popsicles. Because yeah. every single popsicle I've ever had have been frosted. Yeah, those were not farm to table. <laughs> no. They'd sat. Yeah. Oh. That oh, box no. was two years old. Oh, God. Yeah. Have yeah. you had a freezy? Uh, yeah, I've had a freezy as an adult, yeah. No, as a kid, did your mom buy the box? No, we never had the box. You never took a quarter down to the to the corner store and got yourself a jumbo freezy? No. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, the jumbos. I've never had a jumbo in my life. You've never had a jumbo freezy? Like the big boys. I've seen them, and I'm like, whoa. But you've never never oh, had a jumbo, buddy. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of freezy. We buy them in the summertime just for fun. Yeah, oh. like as adults who don't have any children. <laughs> it's that, the best. Drinking that freezy juice. Oh no, it's you the didn't light do that of summer. No, I never did that. You didn't suck so hard on the freezy packaging that the sides of it would slit the inside of your mouth. Oh my uh-huh. god. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure I have like permanent scarring from Me too. the inside of my mouth from freezy. For sure, I do on the right side, uh-huh. right here. Oh, jeez, because it yeah. sliced it. Because you're you're trying to get all that freezy juice, yeah. and you're putting it up, and you're trying to like like get make, it all, get it all. Yeah. Bunch and then eight year olds walk around, want to know how I got these scars. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> cut faces. No, I have I avoided lip scars. <laughs> that was like a passage of mm. childhood. Oh well, maybe this summer I'll hit up the truck school team. They don't want to have those. They don't have freezies. What are they? What are we giving out? Popsicles. That's why it's called a truckicle. <laughs> oh my god! Team. Crash, what has happened to you lately? Well, I thought uh, I, I feel like a freezy is a cheaper option, and if there's a cheaper option, wouldn't we be doing that here? You can, you can get some pretty cheap popsicles. Oh, I don't know. It's like what you were saying earlier. It isn't big umbrella. There's the standard two sticker, but then there's like the singles. Okay. And there's like you can spend more or less on popsicles. Yeah. Can you put a stick in a freezy? No. no, crash, no. And I don't know if there is. Is there only freeze? I'm trying. Is there knockoff freezies? Yeah, there are. There's like the little yeah. ones. You can get the Mister Freeze freezies, or you can get the No Name freezies. Like, is there big knockoff jumbos though? Yeah, uh, I don't know about the jumbos, but I know they come like No Name. You can yeah, get. You're yeah, you're right for the tiny ones. Yeah, for the tiny ones. Oh, but Mister Freeze has a luck on Mister Freeze is like. I think they're the only name in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. People wonder if you've had a stroke lately. Um, feels like it. <laughs> you know what he said on Friday when you were here? He said a grilled cheese wasn't a sandwich. It's called a grilled cheese sandwich. I know. No, it's called a grilled it's cheese. It's in the name. No. 
<laughs> I'm not if you're, sure. If you're grilling it, it ain't so. No, like everybody's it's more concerned. panini style. <laughs> everybody's concerned about the old brain Panini's there, buddy. Pressed. <laughs> you need to press for a panini. Yeah. Get the lines. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's grill lines. So yeah, yeah, you can't, you yeah, can't, you can't fry a panini <laughs> in a frying pan. We're not getting back into that. No, we're not. It was, it was it mayhem. Was, it was lengthy, oh. and I was right. Haley and I yelled at Crash for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I feel like I want to yell at him. Yeah. <laughs> it's called the grilled cheese sandwich. You can listen to the podcast and yell at the podcast. <laughs> it's true. It's true. What'd you get up to yesterday, Haley? Uh, not a whole pile. I uh, I started raking up my leaves. Mm. Uh, we've got a bunch of mature trees in our backyard, and we've been putting off dealing with the leaves. Oh, uh, it's got a leaf blower. Blow into the neighbor's yard. We have a leaf blower, but it's so loud, and I just wasn't in the mood for that sensory mm. overload yeah. yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm just going to rake and listen to music. Yeah. It was pretty nice. I got halfway done. Mm, well, that's, that's good. good. Where, yeah. are, where are we at with raking leaves? I don't. There's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of propaganda, I feel like, coming mm. yeah. from Big Bug. Yeah. It's like, leave the leaves for us. Uh-huh. It gives us cover in the winter. I, I don't rake them up. I just cut them with the lawnmower. Oh. Mulch them down. Mulch it. Done. I, I didn't rake a single leaf this year. Yeah. We've got like one, two, three, five, five mature trees in our backyard. Yeah. So our entire yard is just covered in leaves. I mm. thought letting the leaves decompose on the lawn is better for the grass. Well, the grass Am I wrong about that? It's supposed I, to be good. It's I leave some of them, but it's like a thick layer. Like, it's choking out the grass. Mm. Oh. That's why I, you gotta mulch it. I've refrained from doing our leaves. Uh. Yeah. And I feel like, because a lot of the neighbors do their leaves. And I don't mind doing leaves, but then there was a, there's a, I, there, I feel, I see so, all sorts of, of uh, ads, yeah, to leave the leaves. Yeah, I see yeah, that yeah, too. Yeah. Leave the leaves. Yeah. It's good for the yeah, bugs. Adds good nutrients. It's good for the, yes. It's good yeah, for yeah. the lawn. Mm. But now I feel like I. Mm. Well, now you look like the trashy yeah. one on the block. Because some neighbors are doing the leaves, and I'm not. <laughs> I don't know what we're supposed to do with leaves. Everyone's yards are looking still pretty good, and yours eh. is just covered in leaves. Just leaves leave and them. Sticks. Yeah. Leave the leaves. Leave them. Who cares? Yeah. But now my leaves. Are people who are. Raking the leaves are because you know, oh, yeah. leaves aren't geo uh, locked to my lawn. They're blowing right. all over. They're blowing the all over. The wind was a whistling last night. Oh, my sure is. Are... Supposed to whistle today too. Fifty kilometer per hour winds. Well, there's your your leaf problems done. It'll blow away. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, leave the leaves. Your neighbors put up a snow fence to block. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, leave the leaves, guys. Leave the leaves. Leave, leave the leaves. leaves. The people say it's also better for your lawn to retain um, moisture and nutrients. But mm-hmm. maybe. Was it, is Haley on the right path? Like leave some leaves? Yeah. I'm okay, just all of them. Five trees, that's a lot of leaves. It yeah. is a lot of leaves. Knowing Haley, it was probably a half-assed attempt at cleaning up the leaves, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's some on the lawn still. It's not perfect. It's not, yeah. No. A couple rakes and then you sit down, have a dupe and listen to tunes. You're I, like, all done. <laughs> I was smoking dupe yeah. uh, There we go. Are you sure you even did the yard? Uh, are you sure so. you have five trees? Are those your... <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Just start raking lawns that aren't mine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this text says, uh, don't leave the leaves. Oh. We'll have moles or voles. Uh-oh. Is that what brings no, the voles? No, about that. Well, that's why I chop them up. I don't want to create, like, a house. Right. For the uh, the mice, the voles and stuff. Uh-huh. So I chop them up, so it's just a bunch of particles everywhere. Right. And then, good luck, voles. That way the lawn still gets those juicy nutrients. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's no little, like, rooftop for the voles. Gotcha. Yeah, they, they can't make a little leaf house out uh-huh. of it. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. So you should probably cut it once. Am I too? Am I, are the voles already under there? Oh my god! <laughs> Probably <laughs> just a bloodbath. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. It's not good. Yeah, it's not good. Mars is back into making some more bread again. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Well, um, well what I, kind of loaf? What are just, we talking about? I did make a loaf last night. What did I do last night? I uh, a focaccia. I made a focaccia. Mm. I love a focaccia. Yeah, I made. Uh, it's rising in the fridge right now. I'm doing a 24 hour rise on it. Rise focaccia. So, did that yesterday? Yeah. Went to a spin class. Mm. You're you're banned from getting bread, Ginge, because you feed it to your dog. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I wrestled my dog for the loaf. I, I bake. That's I love. slave 24 hours. It takes me to make a loaf of bread for Ginge, and he gives it to his dog. Oh, Didn't you should have heard the gasp that came out of my mouth when I saw that video. That, that yeah. post. <gasps> Mars is low. I got it. I wrestled that dog for the loaf. I got the loaf back. I beat the dog. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. <laughs> I saved the If you loaf. guys threw it out, I get it. I, I don't know if I need it either if my dog had its mouth on it. It's, mm. We're past that with the dog. We don't worry about okay. it. But the dog's touched or licked anymore. And the hearty crust on a sourdough, the inside was Perfect. gorgeous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A hard and crust protected it. Yes. So you just had a couple uh, teeth marks in it and it was good to go. Yeah. A little bit of drool on there. How yeah, much I, I wouldn't of just my, give up a loaf. How much of my loaf of bread did Reg eat? Oh, just not. He didn't even get. Well, I mean, I gave him some after because I had to like reward him for giving me the loaf back. <laughs> when I say food. give it back, I mean like hand <laughs> on his snout pulling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like, I don't know, like a corner oh, okay. of the top there. Yeah, yeah. I thought maybe he chomped off half of it. Oh, no. He wasn't trying to rip it apart. He was like. Just holding it, mm. <laughs> holding like just it like hard. it's a toy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just holding it very hard. Why? Something the smell. I don't know. Because I had cut slice, slice, slice. Right. Oh, you uh, took a slice out. Yeah. Already. Making, oh. I was making a nice uh, toast. Like to toast my sandwiches. Oh, yeah. So good. Oh, I was yeah. putting the sourdough in the toaster. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice turkey sandwich. Mm-hmm. And then I was sitting there on the counter, and he just I don't know. Chomp. Because <laughs> I don't know he had it until he was trying to get outside. I'm like, what's up, buddy? He's like. Mm. <laughs> 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 he wanted to take the bread outside. He was probably going to bury it. Yeah, he was. He oh was, my god! He, he was yeah. very protective of that. It wasn't like a quick treat. He was trying to devour in shame. He was taking it somewhere special. Mm-hmm. Wow. In his yard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, the loaf meant a lot to him. Does oh, he typically right. take stuff off the counter? Um, I mean, if it's like, uh, I wouldn't leave like a whole turkey on the counter <laughs> or anything. But not. I mean, he'll typically s- no sneak by, and he's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Because again, I mentioned the beating. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. it's pretty good. Yeah, but yeah, he was uh, something about that bread. Something about something about that bread. Well, once you cut it open too, like the smell oh, of it, it unleashes oh, it. Oh, it unleashes it. Oh, it does. All right, you're back on loaf yeah. train. You're back. You're oh, there back. you go. There you go. Yeah, I yeah. made a focaccia last night. But you're not getting any of it. Aww. No, because Crash and I are going to eat all of it because <laughs> it lasts five. Aww. It lasts five days, and like we can. That's a lot of focaccia. It's a lot of focaccia. Do you want half a focaccia? A quarter focaccia. I don't know. How, I don't know if I. I'd have to make another focaccia. You can finish a focaccia. You can very easily finish one. It's a whole pan of focaccia. It is. Mm-hmm. What makes a focaccia a focaccia? Olive oil. That's the secret. Mm-hmm. And you stab it with your, your fingers. fingers. Oh, a lot yeah. of finger work. A lot of finger play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, that was my day yesterday. Mm-hmm. Going to yeah. be baking that baby up today. It's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Get to it. Can't wait. Um, uh, today's a little bit of a, a chillier day. Uh, it's going to be around four. You might see some on and off showers. It's kind of like a light drizzle when we came in. Nothing, windy as hell. Nothing too much. Yeah. The wind is going to be kicking up, gusting to 60. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, and I don't know if I believe this, but um, the weather after today, we see five in sunshine tomorrow by Saturday plus 11. Oh, yeah, what? I saw that nine on Friday, eleven on yeah. Saturday. So it's looking looking like, gorgeous. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's we'll awesome. See that uh, traffic this morning looks good too. I don't have anything to tell you guys about. If
if you do happen to see something though let us know we did we do have the return of the fog and we're under a fog advisory this morning as well so i would imagine outside of the city Haley, how was your ride in this morning it was kind of foggy it wasn't as bad as yesterday though okay good so hopefully it's not as bad as it was yesterday with the pea soup but if you've got a spot you want me to get on the radio let me know, 56789. Give us a shout, 780-489-4669. The fog throughout the day is just depressing. Like, even yesterday yeah, evening, I like, know. looking it's off the sunset and the fog, gross. I'm like, oh, God, this looks terrible. I know, it sucked. Uh, let's do the news. It is Tuesday, November the 7th. So, as Oilers fans know, things Ugh. are not going well for the Edmonton Oilers, and it looks like everybody on the team is now feeling the pressure. Down 4-2 midway through the third against the Canucks, both Connor McDavid David and Leon Dreisaitl took unnecessary roughing penalties last night. Dry was also handed a 10-minute misconduct. And then later in the period, even the coach got a penalty. Head coach Jay Woodcroft was given an unsportsmanlike penalty and a game misconduct after saying something to the officials. I tried to see if I could find uh, confirmed what it was. Yeah, yeah. But I just found speculation, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one seemed to let slip what, what he said. Yeah. It was after Holloway took a shot in the back, mm. and the refs kept their arms down. Cowards. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Woody let him have it on the way back down the ice. Yeah. The rough uh, stuff started near the Canucks net when McDavid and JT Miller traded shoves. Zach Hyman grabbed Miller. And uh, then Gi- Giuseppe, is that how you pronounce it? Miller? He took McDavid down onto the ice. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was just... I didn't watch all of it. It was no, a little too late for me, so I went to bed. But 6-2 was the final score. Ugh. If you watched any of the first the first 10 minutes. I did. Mm-hmm. I watched the first period. Yeah, they were incredible. Mm. Uh, I shot them like 20-2. to two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're only up like one nothing though, and then that was the next three out of five shots when the Canucks went in. Yeah. And that was sort of it. That's when I went to bed. Started, yeah, we went to bed. It started after so that. good. Mm-hmm. Oh, they started good. They started good. Would have been nice to get a couple more in there. And then mm-hmm. it was all, oh, God, it's gone to hell. <laughs> it's terrible. Well, didn't um, Vancouver have like five shots on Skinner and three of them went in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So out of like. Sort of been the whole year. Ugh. Oh, my God. A little snake bitten on the one end and mm. then any any shot on that on the other end goes in. Ugh. And they kept cutting to Holland. Uh who I already who I you know don't like at all up in the box yeah. but I do enjoy seeing him sat <laughs> and he looks like oh he's like oh my god my job's on the line yeah, it <laughs> is be. it though it should be mm. he's gonna what he's gonna take the fall cause uh, like I don't know how Woodcroft survives yeah I don't know either <laughs> no um, but like he's it's Holland's it's Holland's goaltender Woody didn't sign those goaltenders mm-hmm. Woody didn't give Campbell 5 by 5 yeah yeah that's all on Holland Ooh. I don't. I don't know what happens but oh god and the Vancouver is a much better team this year mm. but not like isn't Vancouver having the best start in franchise history They've and three of the wins are already against us yeah, yeah. they played 11 games mm-hmm. it just seemed like and I mean obviously that's true by the stat it just seemed like every time the mm. Canucks got the puck and shot it at Skinner it went in <sighs> he just didn't make it safe just- <laughs> yeah Oilers goalies are, are having Terrible. a rough one and McDavid was on one last night, he had the he was he was classing David for the first like twelve minutes too. He's flying around, mm-hmm. whole team was. Uh, but then he got he was mad. He's getting frustrated, and then you don't play well when you're him frustrated. And, him and Dry are pissed off. So like, what happens with the, the rest of the season? Like, what, seriously, what does well, happen? Anything? Can, do we just uh, lose every game? No. I mean, <laughs> well, I, it seems <laughs> that way. <laughs> I mean, there will be some sort of change. It, there has to be something now. Like people are, because there was like you we talked about lots. There was a lot of expectations this year. People had high hopes, mm-hmm. yeah, and it has gone just the worst way imaginable. Ugh. I can't believe it's this bad. 
But you can't get rid of Campbell, Campbell or Skinner, or can you? Well, you can, but you can't. There's no like relief to like Skinner's contract isn't a problem. Campbell's is, but there's not a lot of getting rid of it doesn't solve the problem because you can't really get rid of it. You can't just just like get the money back if you. Unless someone wants to trade for him, which is... Which, which no, obviously. No. They don't have a lot of value. No, so maybe you take a, take a look at... You, you, you wave him and you bring up one of the kids from the A. I mean, it couldn't hurt. Couldn't hurt. They've all been, they've been tiptoeing around uh, Campbell's confidence. They don't want to get him down. Right. Because some goalies are a gentler breed. Okay. It's uh, so much mental, the, the goaltending game. Right. But he, and he can't... Uh, cat's out of the bag. He's terrible. Yeah, you can't goaltend. He must know. <laughs> <laughs> He's at the games. Yeah. 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 Oh, it sucks. Yeah, it was a disappointing night last night. The Oilers will get a chance to get back on track against the Sharks on Thursday. It's an even later game. That one starts at 8.30 if you want to check Ooh. that out. All right, I'm not sure if you guys saw this story in the news about the tarantula that was being held responsible for a traffic collision in Death Valley National Park. Well, it turns out a Canadian was involved with that. It was an Ontario man on a motorcycle. Apparently, a couple from Switzerland, some Swiss travelers, were driving down California State Route 190 east of Town Pass, California, when they suddenly braked. To let an eight-legged jaywalker cross the road. Oh. That was a tarantula. Then a 24-year-old man from Ontario yeah. was about 16, uh, was, was on a motorcycle. He wasn't that far behind him. He crashed into the back of the couple's rented camper van. Now, an ambulance had to transport the man to the hospital. Thank goodness he had non-life-threatening injuries. The spider also walked away unscathed. Oh, phew. After all this, don't you just drive over it? Yeah. Right? I guess so you're from Switzerland. You've never really seen a tarantula before. I mean, like, we're from Canada. I've never seen a tarantula on the road. No, but if I did, I'm not swerving. I'd swerve at it. <laughs> See ya. Ginger's going right for it. Now, apparently tarantulas in that area are slow-moving and non-aggressive. And if you've ever been bit by a tarantula, they say it's similar to a bee sting. It's not deadly to humans. It just hurts momentarily. When it's not going to sting your tire, drive over it. It's not going to immobilize your car. Do we That's know, right. Do we know like how fast they were going when they locked them up? <laughs> no, they didn't give the uh, they didn't give the kilometers, but apparently it was fast, fast enough for the motorcycle to not be able to break. That's what I mean. Like, who sees a tarantula at that speed? Because they're they're big for spiders, but sure. as far as things on, the, on road the road, go, they're yeah. pretty small. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, so I'm not sure over that. Or if the motorcycle guy was tailing, I don't know. It's like here when you get the small turtles on the roads. You, like you, you drive over. That's them. not a true. Crash. <laughs> turtles. <laughs> You've never had turtles on the road? No. Oh, yeah. Growing up, we had turtles. Just crossing the road? Yeah, just little turtles. Like, bam, bam, bam. You didn't, we didn't actually drive over the road. Oh, my God. We would swerve. <laughs> or, like, shot. get out and move them off the road. How okay. big were the turtles? Oh, they were just, like, uh, like, a foot, foot in diameter. Just booting it across. Because they had come out of the rivers. Like, right. along the, the road and then cross. Could a turtle not survive a... What's that shell doing? Well, uh, I would imagine it could probably handle a little car. 18-wheeler? No like, chance. Like you don't know. <laughs> like you don't I know. Don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. I would never. I would never. <laughs> oh, my God. If you're just waking up this morning, here's a little advice from Arnold Schwarzenegger on how to start your day. When you wake up in the morning, the most important thing to do is not think. 
He said, before you engage your brain, you must engage your body in some sort of physical activity. Arnold said, quote, don't think when you get up because stupid stuff comes into your mind. Negative stuff. Just roll out of bed, get on your stationary bike, get on your treadmill or get on your pedal bike and work out and do something physical. Well... Not everyone can do that, Arnold. I know. (laughs) He said, quote, and then afterwards you will feel much better about yourself and about the world and the way you look at the world and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Arnold doesn't understand that a lot of people have to get up and like do stuff. Yeah, you need Some people need to roll out of bed and actually think right away. Yeah, they got to get their kids ready. They got to get ready for work. They've got to do this. He's saying get up earlier then? I guess so. Oh. And get that body moving. Oh, how much earlier? Could you get out of bed and get on your treadmill and just start walking? Doing this job, no. If I got up, uh, if I had a later start to my day, maybe. You'd get out of bed and get on a treadmill. Well, I would like to think that I could because it should be doable. But like the hours we work, no. No. Because I cherish like any extra like five minutes (laughs) in bed. So yeah, I'm not going to spend time on a treadmill. Some people have like the treadmills up in their primary. Oh yeah, they do. In the bedroom. And Pelotons, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. A lot of Peloton guess, yeah, bikes yeah. in their bedrooms, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's what Arnold says. So if you're just getting up, maybe do some jumping jacks. Does he uh, say how long? Or he's like, just get moving for whatever. Just get moving for whatever. Before mm-hmm. you start thinking about depressing things. Oh, God. Before so, the day comes crashing down on you. That's right. Sounds like Arnold's going through it a bit. Yeah. <laughs> a <little> bit. <laughs> All right. You guys have heard of wine tours. You know, when a whole bunch of people get together, maybe you go out to Kelowna or um, the valley there in BC and you go from winery to winery. Yeah, I yeah, mean, hey, yeah. why not? Mm-hmm. Well, now I think I have found a tour that Ginge would love more than anything. And no, it's not the Bourbon Trail in Kentucky. It's not a farm tour either where you can go and visit all the farmers. Ooh. It is, in fact, a mayonnaise trail. Oh, oh God. God. Off to South Carolina, Ging and Haley are going to go hand in hand. <laughs> because if you're a mayonnaise fanatic, um, you're going to want to do this. Apparently, in the southern states, there's a brand of mayo called Duke's. And it has a big, loyal following. Well, now, South Carolina has an official mayo guide, which includes 20 stops and showcases mayonnaise in different ways. This is what you get if you get on the mayo trail. You get six snack spots Mm. that involve mayo, Mm -hmm. 14 meal must-haves, and four historical stops that celebrate everything mayo. Hmm. Is that just an information stop? Yeah, I guess you get to read about like a mm. mayo plant or something. Mm. <laughs> More about eating it than, okay, than so, reading it. Right, all right. So you'd rather eat it than learn yes. about it. Yes. Also, right now, the trail is a self-guided tour. So when you sign up to do the trail, oh, they give you a map and you can hit up the featured places where whenever you'd like. So if you don't want to do the historical mayo, then don't, don't do, do it. it. Just stay at the, the buffet of snacks. They do say, though, to come with a healthy appetite because it will be 20 mayonnaise dishes in one day. Ooh. Do we know what the dishes are? I wish they said what they were. Probably Hang a, a lot of like veggies and dip, right? I don't know if you dip in veggies <laughs> or <laughs> oh, I don't mayo. Know. What are you dipping in mayo? Fries. Okay, fries? Well, here. Wings? Mm. Fries. Okay, here's some of the meals. Um, number one, tomato pie sandwich that you dip in mayo. Mm. Crispy chicken sandwich smothered in mayo. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. The upcountry turkey sandwich made with cheese and mayo. Southern weather chicken sandwich. This is a hot one with jalapenos, pickles, and mayo. 
lemon basil chicken salad croissant, the ridgeline turkey and bacon. Oh, they just go on and on and on. The grown-up grilled cheese. The Reuben Sammy. Grown-up grilled cheese. Yeah, it's covered in mayo. A Reuben sandwich? You throw mayo on that? Yeah, on this one they do, yeah. Oh. Has anyone had... Do we have Dukes in Canada? I don't think I've ever seen that logo. I don't know if we do. We could do a Hellman's tour. He- it's Duke's Heavy Duty Mayonnaise? Heavy Duty Mayo. Oh, well, why is it Heavy Duty? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been a Hellman man, but I'd, I'd try some Duke's. Do you do the, celebrate it like this? The Hellman's like real mayonnaise, or do you do the like? Do you, don't they have another one like an avocado one or miracle something? Miracle Whip is ugh. Yeah, there's Miracle Whip. Yeah, oh. Miracle Whip sucks. But oh, not, maybe I'm thinking that it's not the same. It's mm. not the same. What is Miracle Whip if not mayo? It's a mm. dressing, right? <laughs> yeah, I think that's what they call it. It's, it's mayo adjacent. Like it's it's isn't it's, it for dessert? It's not close enough to mayo. You can put Miracle Whip in some desserts. Yes, I yeah. think you're thinking of Cool Whip. <laughs> no, yeah. there's some, some desserts call for a Miracle Whip because it's, oh. it's incredibly sweet. Yeah, it I is. It was yeah, that's a little zip to a sandwich, but it's no mayo. Yeah, it's no mayo. This text here, 5679, says pop a few gummies and you'll be good to go on that mayo trail. Do they do? Because you mentioned the wineries. Yeah. And you can do self-guided ones, but a lot of the big thing is you get uh, shuttled around so you can imbibe. You can have a good time. Right. I'd like to get down on some. I'm going to get mayo drunk. Yeah, you got to get mayo drunk. Is there anyone doing like... Shuttle services? It's just a walking tour right now. <sighs> you gotta, Which might you gotta be walk good. Oh, it's even worse. It might be good, though, <laughs> if you are eating 20 mayo dishes to maybe get Stretch moving. Stretch your legs a bit. Stretch your legs a little bit, yeah. I grossed myself out the other day with mayonnaise. Uh, I was making us some sweet burgers, and uh, Mars loves a, uh, a a mayonnaise burger, Yeah, basically. put some mayonnaise on that bun. Uh, so I grabbed the mayonnaise, brand new container, and I'm like, God oh, damn. So I unscrew the top, and I don't know why I did this, Um I ripped the the little tinfoil lid off. I'm like, and then I licked it. I'm like, and I'm like, because you. Know. I'm like, why the hell did I do that? I just did it on the the new uh, mustard that I opened. I'm cool with that. That tastes good. Mustard lid. And I licked that. But the tinfoil, the little tin protector yeah. for the mayonnaise, I licked it. I'm like, it's so gross. mayo treat. <laughs> Why'd you do that? You I have no idea. Yeah, you don't like mayo. I don't like mayo, and I wasn't even thinking. I do like and mayo. And I just had a big dollop on my tongue. I'm like, eh, eh. <laughs> <laughs> Your body craves mayo. No. Yes. No, it doesn't. Yes. No. A lot of love for Miracle Whip coming in on the app as well at 56789. What's the big difference between the two? One's a dressing, and the other one's a mayonnaise. Mm. Water, soybean, high fructose, corn syrup, yeah. vinegar. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's just yeah, yeah it's a hodgepodge of stuff. Hmm. That's right. You can make your own mayo too. I don't know about that. May- that weirds me out. Mayonnaise, oil, eggs, vinegar. Yep. Uh, Miracle Whip has the same basic ingredients, less oil, and they've added in some water, sugar, and spices. So it's a healthier option, like mustard, mm. paprika, oh, no, it's not good. some garlic. <laughs> Yeah. Even with these additions, Miracle Whip has almost half the calories of Oh, oh, there you go. Oh, it is healthier. It is a leaner option. Oh, it's a leaner option. Huh. It's a miracle. People say you use Miracle Whip on like as salad, making salad dressings. That's why it's called a dressing. Oh. Whereas the mayo is a little too thick. It's not as thick as a mayo. Oh, the container shows a sandwich too. Yeah, you could spread it on bread. Maybe I would like a Miracle Whip. It's sweet mayo. Hmm. I tear your house apart, though. You can't. Ha- you can't be both in one. Oh, you can't home. have two. No, 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 no. 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 Okay. This is so gross. Okay. Miracle whip. No way. Oh. All right, off to Saskatchewan we go, where a lottery winner there is telling a funny tale. Now he won a while back, so this isn't a new win, but his name is Orville Minor, and uh, he matched six of the seven winning numbers. 
and the bonus number last year on the October Lotto Max draw. So he won just over $135,000. Now, because a year has gone by, he is now telling a story about how he almost lost his ticket when a gust of wind blew all of the lottery tickets out of his truck when he was driving down the highway with his windows down. Oh, no. It was a gust of wind that came by. He said he was driving with the window down. He moved the sun visor where he stores his lottery tickets. And the next thing he knows, the wind blew all of them out the window. That's where I was putting all my tickets. Oh, my God. Yeah. I could have lost them. Then, of course, they all got tied up in the ditch. He said he had to pull over, get out of the truck, and go crawl around the ditch in order to find them all. He said he also panicked for a few minutes gathering up all the lottery tickets because he didn't actually know how many he bought. Mm -hmm. Right. And so he was worried that he might have lost one. Now, not willing to take any more chances by losing his tickets again, he closed his window and drove right to the store, and that was when one hit for over $135,000. Damn. Yep, the same trip. Oh, good thing he went and got him out of the ditch. Good thing he went and got them out of the ditch. He said he scanned his ticket using the self-checker and discovered that one of the tickets that had flown out of his truck window was a big winner. So he went to the store, double-checked it, and sure enough... You won over $100,000. Damn. How much, let's say you have like a, a lottery ticket. You got the lotto max plus. You got a $6 ticket. Yeah. It's $6. Yeah. Uh-huh. The chance for $60 million, though. Well, if, yeah. If you lose that ticket, like it flies out of your grasp, how hard are you chasing well, I'm, after it? I'm chasing. You're I treating am it like $60 million. Yeah, absolutely. It's already a winning ticket. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm chasing it down and I'm stopping traffic. <laughs> that's, what, that's what this guy did. Pylons out, everyone. Yeah, he said he would stop. The, the wind took his ticket. Mm-hmm. So off he went. You reaching, we use the uh, porta potty as sort of a baseline for how valuable something is. Yeah. You're going in. Lotto ticket falls in, I'm going in. Leaving your phone. Yeah, I'm going in for the $6 lotto ticket. I think I would. Yeah. Because it's potentially 16. You could buy the porta potty company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what if you saw one sitting there? Oh, on the mound, on the heap. No, because that's a gamble. Because that might be a, t- a check ticket already. I'd I'd bank on it being one. <laughs> you would give it a second yeah. thought. You like would, maybe. You might maybe. go in there. For I, I would consider it if, See if you could scan it. You have to put your phone down. Yeah. <laughs> Zooming in, or get a stick and like flip yeah. it open and then scan it. It's oh. <laughs> crazy. Well, here's what I want to know from you guys this morning. If you've got a story to share, seven eight zero four eight nine four six six nine. Text us if you like as well at five six seven eight nine. What went flying off your vehicle or out of the window? Mm-hmm. This guy had his lottery tickets in his visor and put it down. He forgot. He forgot. Mm-hmm. So off they went. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was like a full cake that you left on top of your roof. I thought I left my water bottle on my truck the other day. As I was leaving the parkade, I heard uh, boom, boom, boom. Oh. And I'm like, oh, damn. I'm like, what the hell is that? So I stopped and I'm like, it's a premium Contigo. I got to go find it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I look at my console. I'm like, my water bottle's not here. I'm like, damn it. So what did you hit? Um, Well, I got out of my truck and I grabbed my phone, turned the flashlight on. I'm like, where is it? So I'm looking underneath all these vehicles and stuff. And real suspicious, like yeah, I know. And then I look up and they have dash cams. I'm like, oh my god, this looks terrible. <laughs> and then I I look at my truck and then I go in the back seat of my truck and I had a shopping bag there and I'm like, oh, here's my water bottle. Oh, so but I don't you... know what fell off my truck. What did you have on? Because I heard something go boom boom. Oh, I have no idea. I was doing donations. Oh, maybe day. you lost so a donation maybe, bag. Maybe I left the. Uh, 
Well, I would have saw it in the parkade. I would have saw a bag in the right. parkade. Save yourself a trip. But maybe I had like a, I don't know, a vase or something. But what would know. make that sound? I don't know. Because if you're donating a sweater, like you wouldn't hear it. Yeah, we had to like a mixed stuff. There was like some kitchen stuff. Remember when I ran over those donations? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she, dro- she drove right over the donation bag. Well, I didn't see it there. And a pillow and put tire tracks Save on it. Save it. You can't donate them now. You gotta. <laughs> Who puts a donation bag in front of somebody's car when they're about to leave? Oh, Crash put it there? Yeah. Oh, she blew me Crash. Well, yes. Why did you drop it off there? Well, because I we had a whole bunch of bags. Oh, so you I were just, getting more. Yeah, and I put it in front of the car because I had the other bags that I was shoving in the trunk. And around. I had to go. <laughs> and she just drove away over them. So I just drove Your away. Your car's covered in sensors. It must have been pinging. <laughs> I don't have time to listen to that. <laughs> it's always time. I had to get going. <laughs> Yeah, I drove over a bag yeah, of drove like right over, right over blankets. It was like blankets and, and pillows. Yeah, <laughs> off I went. Oh, someone could have used those. Yeah, well, oh, they did. <laughs> <laughs> they still got shoved Slightly in the trunk. More worn. <laughs> they wash everything, don't they? <laughs> what can you do? What can you do? All right, maybe it flew out of your window of your vehicle. Maybe you placed it on top of the window of the, of your truck, and off it went. Has anybody ever lost anything really expensive? Ugh. Like, could you imagine leaving like your laptop? Your, your laptop. Mm-hmm. Your your iBook on I, top of the. I I feel like if you have a laptop bag, it's going to last a bit longer on your roof. But I if agree. it's just a loosey goosey laptop, it's going flying. One fall, yeah, yeah. Maybe you ran over your groceries because you didn't, you know, you put them in front of your car and didn't look. <laughs> <laughs> or on top of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, if you've got a story to share, give us a shout. This this is the Crash and Mars podcast. I think uh, we all at one point have left something on the uh, roof of our vehicle, yeah. the box of your truck, tailgate, whatever. Right. Maybe even left your tailgate down. Sure. Your tools go flying. I oh. dodged a saw on the uh, on the Henday. Oh, you should have got Circular that Circular saw. saw. Oh, I wasn't stopping. Everybody was whipping by. <laughs> yeah, we know what's happened to a lot of Edmontonians because that Henday is littered. It is, yeah, <laughs> yeah, littered with tools. We're talking about this because a lottery winner in Saskatchewan almost lost all of his riches when a gust of wind blew his tickets out of his truck while he was driving with his windows down. He had them in the visor of his vehicle, and as he was driving, the sun was in his eyes, so he put his visor down, and all of his tickets went out into oh. the ditch. He had to pull over, get out of his truck, go scamper. It was a windy day because it's Saskatchewan. Scamper through the ditch, and it turns out one of those tickets hit for over $135,000, mm-hmm. which is an incredible story. Oh. And thank goodness he decided to stop and go for them. Right? You always go for that lotto ticket that blows yeah. away. It's like God himself was trying to prevent this man from winning, though. Yeah, yeah. it was like, like a gust of today. wind. The odds of one of those tickets being a winner? No, no, $135,000, just over. Man. It's pretty crazy. Mm. Uh, this text here, 5679, says, Good morning, guys. I lost a patio chair on the hand day. I looked in the re- rearview mirror of my truck and realized a chair was missing. So I looped back and it was on the side of the highway. I'm way more careful when I strap things down now. Uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you lose a piece of furniture, like let's say it's moving day and you did an unsecured load, one item falls off, smash, you see it smash on the, the road and the shoulder. Do yeah. you go back and get it or you no, keep on going? You keep going. I mean, depends where you are. Yeah. But if like, you're like on the hend day, like what are you going to do? Right? You can't just whip around. Yeah. I think it'd be a bigger problem if you yes, stopped yes. everything. You, you got to keep going. You have to. Yeah. You don't want to bug up traffic. <laughs> that unsecure load is terrifying. We uh, lost, uh, I was helping a friend move. Uh, this is years ago. We were in college. This is when I was in Calgary. Uh, lost a barbecue out of the back. Oh, my God. Just oh. lifted, lifted out the box of his truck. Like the lid of it or the whole the thing? The whole thing. <laughs> you guys didn't have it strapped down? Well, you it, just, was like, it was like pressure packed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know pressure packed. You know, like yeah. there was enough yeah. in the box. That it it should have held like, it. Well, it did not. <laughs> and it's just like, 
took to the sky and smashed right behind us. Didn't hit anyone. Oh, this thank was on the, God. This was on the Deerfoot, like the number two yeah, going yeah. through Calgary. Jeez. And no one ran into it. Yeah, yeah. And we had to, like, because it, it was a debris field. <laughs> but, like, you can't just, like, it's a one-way, you know? Yeah, you we can't had, just like, back get off up, the next overpass and go around. Yeah, yeah. By the time we got back to it, it had been hit many Well, times. I don't know if someone else had <laughs> scraped it to the side or it had been beat to the side off someone's bumper. <laughs> yeah. But there was no saving it. Oh, it and was And it was basically cleaned no. itself up, so we just <laughs> carried on driving. <laughs> oh, we were moving! Yeah. I wonder if it bounced. Just Maybe. drive by slowly. You're right? like, yeah, we're not saving that one. It's <laughs> <laughs> not good. Because we saw, like, you know you got, you know you didn't secure something. Uh-huh. Right? You're sort of keeping an eye on it. You see, something's like, start, yeah. it starts bouncing. Uh-oh. Yeah. There she goes. Oh, no. Uh, 780-48-4669 if you got a story here. Dave, how you doing? Fantastic. How's it going, guys? Good, Hi, good. good. Uh, we're talking about things that were left on the vehicle and then you drove away. Uh, wh- what happened with you? So about, I would say maybe 15 years ago, on I was getting ready to come out here to Edmonton. We were in Nova Scotia and was doing some last-minute photography for like family, taking pictures, whatever. I put my camera on top of the car. I pulled out of the driveway. I went and got gas. Never thought nothing of it. Get up the next morning and went to go look in the car for my camera. And I'm like, oh, my God, my car got broken into. Someone stole my camera. Uh-huh. Made a police report the whole night. And I was determined not to leave Nova Scotia until I found the camera. Yeah. And, like, I did, like a whole day later, somebody calls me like, hey, I was following you. And I know something dropped off your car. And I found one of your cards in your bag. And I thought I would return your camera. <gasps> I'm thinking this is a miracle. Oh no, he wanted three hundred fifty dollars to return. <laughs> well, oh, did he? Well, yeah. What a bugger. <laughs> yeah. But and the funny thing is that camera broke like oh it was shattered inside the bag, but I didn't know that when I gave the guy three hundred and fifty bucks. Oh otherwise you could have been yeah. like keep it buddy. Oh yeah. Oh I that's a, that's just a pile of parts at this point. Yeah, because you're not gonna fix the broken camera. Oh, yeah, that's a that's a good thing to think about. If someone uh, like returns your stuff, make sure before you hand over any cash, because probably a lot of people would do that. Um, yeah, make sure it's uh, it's still in working condition. Yeah. Well, but it's a life lesson because I'll tell you now. I mean, 15 years later, I still don't put nothing on the roof of my car. I nothing. Know. I don't know why I do. Yeah, put, you're really I mean, bad for it. You do it all the put time. Water, but my water bottle, my gym bag, as I'm loading the vehicle. I don't know why I do this. That's because we've all become accustomed to taking everything in our home with us when we leave. <laughs> yeah, maybe. When you get to the car, you have no free hand to open the door. That's a good point. Unless you're like Mars and you can just use your foot and the door opens for you. But <laughs> you know, you use the roof of your car as as a table. Yeah. Yeah. You totally do. do. You're right. Totally do. You're right. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Well, have fun, guys. You too, buddy. Bye-bye. Bye. Sweet for that car. I don't know. It happens. Yeah, I have lost my fair share of water bottles. That's why I thought the other day I lost yeah. the water bottle. But like I at the gym in the parking lot, I drive away and then I'm like, no. And I circle back, go look for it, gone. Couldn't car manufacturers, they know we're using that as a shelf. Like put drink holders up there? <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah. at least like build like some walls or something. Yeah. Like have a so little compartment. Sit in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They know we're putting. Everyone puts stuff up there. Has anyone lost fast food up there or threw a pizza up there? Oh, oh you yeah. See people driving out, driving off with the drinks up oh, there. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You got the drinks. Yeah. This text here five six seven eight nine says I made two black forest cakes from scratch, and my husband wanted to bring one of them to work. He went to leave the house, put the cake on the roof of the car. <laughs> 
got in the vehicle, started driving down the driveway. Mm-hmm. I saw my cake on the roof of his car and I went running after him, screaming to stop. Uh-huh. He slammed on the brakes oh, and the no. cake went <laughs> flying over the hood. Oh, no. Landed oh, splat on the no, ground. No, no. <laughs> that sucks. You're like, maybe I shouldn't have been so aggressive. <laughs> uh, Melanie, how are you doing today? I'm pretty good. How about yourself? Good, hey, good. We're good. Uh, you ended up having something fall off your truck, right? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, no. So, what was it? Um, I lived about three and a half hours southeast of your little, small farming community. And we would come to Edmonton every once in a while to see my parents because this is where I was originally from. And so my husband and I came out and one of his sisters had said, hey, when you go, can you stop at Toys R Us and pick up this massive play place? It is, you know, on sale. Here's the money. Go get it. Whatever. Yeah. So we went to Toys R Us and then we strap it up to the vehicle and I'm looking at it and I'm like, well, maybe we should put something on top. And he's like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> and, you know, me thinking farm boy he knows what he's doing. We're all good. Uh-huh. So we get on the highway and we go and we stopped in Tofield and went and um, uh, picked up a drink. And then when we got to Wainwright, we realized that it was no longer on the truck. Oh, so no. So we circled back and drove up and down the highway a couple times. Could not find it. Didn't see it anywhere. So someone got this brand new play place. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Oh, that yeah, so sucks. So we had to go back. We had to go back and buy another one. Yeah. So that... You know, she had it, and that was out of our pocket because we never spoke of it. Like, right now, I just got a text, Mm -hmm. so I have a feeling he hears me saying this, and he's like, we said we'd never talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Brought up the scarring moment. And those things aren't cheap. (laughs) No, they're not. Right? So you want to drop some good change on that. Oh, that sucks. (laughs) Did you guys see it leave, or you didn't even know? Like, you just got to your destination, and it was not there. Yeah. We had no idea. Like, I'm glad that we saw it before we got all the way home. Otherwise, it would have been like, oh, crap. We would have had way more highway to go through. But exactly. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. it was. Yeah. That <laughs> sucks. Yeah, that does all right. suck. Okay, thanks, Melanie. Thanks, Melanie. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. That sucks. Okay, yeah, like, at least if you had seen it fly up, right. you can retrieve it. What did you have on your on your vehicle when all those guys were yelling and honking at you on the yellow head? Uh, Remember and you thought people were waving at oh, you, so you just waved back? I had my tailgate down and had all my... Yes, it's me. No, I had my tailgate down and I had all my tools laid out. That's what oh, it was. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, my saws, drills, like the toolkit, everything was just, I was working on something and then I got sidetracked or I needed a part. Gotta go. And I just, yeah, peeled out and everyone's uh, like trying to flag me down. I'm like, hey, what? <laughs> Did yeah. you lose anything? No, everything held on. It was nice. I guess they, because you, we lived close to the Yellowhead then. So by the time you got on it. Yeah, and it, it wasn't, wasn't that far. I wasn't yeah. doing too many turns. You know, I wasn't about to lose anything on just straight driving, right? It's probably, yeah, but a brake and then an accelerate. Like, I'm surprised nothing. Well, I'm a nice driver. Mm. I just uh-huh. <laughs> slow acceleration. Mm. <laughs> this text here, 5679, says there's a kid's kayak somewhere between Sherwood Park and Westlock. Mm. Just flew out of the vehicle. Yeah, stuff like that. If you don't notice it right away, it's going to get legs fast. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh, this text here, 5679, says my boyfriend and I, we were in a rush on our way to work. I put my breakfast smoothie on the roof of his car. Mm. All of a sudden, he went to stop and pink goop just <laughs> oh, slid down. Immediately, you're like, no. No. 
<laughs> and then this text here, 5679, says, Many years ago, I was driving down the Hende when out of nowhere, boom, panties all over my windshield. Oh. Covering the eastbound lane, every color, every pattern. They all look to be about size medium. Okay. Wonder if they were mine. You, we never found your missing panty bag. Any woman who has to buy panties knows how expensive they are. If it wasn't so busy with traffic, I would have stopped and picked up every panty. Not sure how it happened. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a shopping trip of panties, right? That was some sort of delivery van. Well, when Mars have to cover the windshield, when Mars buys panties, she buys bags of them. Well, because they're for women, they're always like the buy three get five free or whatever. So like you need to in the bin twenty five of them. Yeah, so, them away. so I get like 50 pairs of underwear. Mm-hmm. We never did find I that never bag. found that bag of underwear. Maybe you did throw it on the roof of your vehicle. Although it's I vaguely remember it being in the house. I remember it being in the house too. I don't know what happened Maybe to it. Maybe you took it downstairs and put it on the roof of your car. I don't think that that happened. <laughs> I don't Who knows? Maybe I dropped it in the parking lot. Uh-huh. This text here, 56789, says, um, my brother, oh, what was this? My brother found two, well, that two cats in a bag. That, that person. Oh, jeez. Okay, well, we won't read that one. Mm-hmm. Maybe you saved them. That's nice. Yeah, but they so did save happy them. Ending. They did yeah. save them. Oh, okay. Happy yeah, ending? Did, okay, that's did. good. That's good. Yeah. They said it fell out of the vehicle. I don't oh, think it actually. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, they're fine. Everybody's fine. Oh, okay, great. Everybody's fine. Hey, look, Connie's hanging on. Hey, Connie. <laughs> we'll leave one more on this. Uh, Connie, yeah. how are you doing today? Good morning, guys. How are you? Good, Hi, good. good. Um, something flew out of your vehicle, right? Well, actually, it was my husband. Oh, okay. Okay. So... About four years ago, we bought a new bedroom, like a new headboard footboard. Yeah. And it was really cold. And I'm like, wait until the weekend. We'll get a trailer. We'll go get it. He's like, no, no, I'm just going to go get it. I'll just put it in the back of the truck. And I'm like, okay, whatever. So he goes and he gets it, straps it all down. It's all good. He's driving on the yellow head. It's like 30 below. Everything started shrinking. Oh. And so all of a sudden he looked and the headboard goes flying out of the back of the truck. <gasps> oh, no. Everything it loosened. Hits, yeah. It hits the ground, and the um, cardboard was so cold. Like, for, my husband said, it just exploded. <laughs> and, the headboard, and the headboard kind of skidded a little bit. Yep. And so he pulls over, and he's like, everybody just drives by. He said, like, nobody stops to help. It's too cold. And so he's struggling trying to get what's my headboard back in this truck. And he said this young girl had, he watched her. She had gone up on one of the overpasses and came back around and was like, sir, sir, do you need some help? Like, I can help you. Oh, oh wow. That's nice of wow. her. How yeah, about so, that? So she, she came back and helped him. Meanwhile, I look at my headboard every day and I have these three skid marks on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. To remind us, to remind us of the time that he was too stubborn to wait right. until the weekend yeah. to get a trip. Yeah. No, he needed that headboard now. Now it's covered in skid he marks. Sure did. Oh, I right? love that. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Okay, thanks, Connie. Yeah. Thanks, Connie. Okay, thanks, guys. Okay. Have a good day. You, you too. too. Bye-bye. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Now, because Crash just played Tate McRae, mm-hmm. um, I've got some news about her. She, first of all, did you guys know she's from Calgary? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, second of all, she's now going to be on Saturday Night Live on November the 18th. How sweet is that? It's big. That's, That's huge. That is massive. That's huge. And the guest host is Jason Momoa. Oh, wow. That matters, too. 
Because the host sort of drives the yes. ratings. Yes. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. big time. Yeah, yeah. It matters who the host is. Yeah, if it's like some like D-list celebrity. Yeah. 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 yeah, Momoa hosting and then Tate McRae. Damn. Isn't that wild? That's huge. Yeah. The announcement was made on Saturday Night Live's official Twitter account yesterday. The appearance will top off another productive year for the Calgary expat. She was nominated for five Junos earlier this year as well. She also announced that she's going to be releasing a new album, a follow-up to her last year's album. So that's pretty cool. She's also going on a world tour. Damn. So hopefully, um, I mean, she did say that they will. she'll be playing Calgary. Hopefully she'll be playing up here in Edmonton, too, because that'd be kind of cool mm-hmm. for fans of hers. Tate McRae, 20 years old. She's only 20. She's only 20? Yeah. Damn. Ugh. And look at what she's accomplished. Good Incredible. for her. Yeah. We have wasted our lives. We've wasted our lives. <laughs> what have we done? What have we done here? 20. Good for 20. her. Yeah. World Tour, Saturday Night Live. That's massive. I made a focaccia last night. <laughs> I changed a pump. Haley did I, leaves. Yeah. I just had to move my mic closer because I popped my rib out. So. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, no. I did, can't sit forward. <laughs> do you know she's been famous for a while? Yeah, she was on a... Um, so, you, so you think you can dance? Yeah, I didn't know that. Back in 2016. She was the first Canadian finalist. Yep, she sure was. Also, and then you she, think you can dance. She mm. began conquering the pop world in 2017. She had homemade music videos that became viral hits. Mm. You know That's who, how she started? Yeah. You know who one of her best friends in the music industry is right now? Who? Olivia Rodrigo. Really? Oh, oh She's running in the right circles. Yeah, she big She sure time. is. Yeah, yeah. Good for her. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, Calgary Girl going to be on Saturday Night Live on November the 18th. That's cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. So, hopefully, she tours here in Edmonton. Uh, speaking of Saturday Night Live, uh-huh. um, did you see the little parody that the Canucks did with all their players? They did the SNL like intro music and stuff. Oh. And all their players were like doing like little acting, like their little skits, like holding a banana, being wacky. Oh, I don't know. Oh, it, was actually, cool. it was actually well done. Oh. Yeah, give that uh, video a Google. It's easy to have fun when you're happy, hey? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> this is pre their last oh, okay. night. So let's just say our voice probably don't share the same no, I don't, feelings. I don't you think know? the Oilers are doing a video like this. <laughs> <laughs> did they do like the big video, like JT Miller? They did, they did. Yeah, yeah. Brock Besser. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cute. What yeah, good idea. Yeah. It's well done. Yeah, yeah. That's Aww. cute. Mm-hmm. All right, if you were going to forge any sort of money, like it would probably be big bills, right? Like, let's yeah, say you're making high. yourself a stack of fake Canadian money. Yeah. What are you making? Fifties, hundies, probably. Bare minimum. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing Bare small minimum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. A Canadian man is now facing charges for allegedly smuggling thousand, thousands of fake $2 coins. Oh. Toonies. Why would you do toonies? Into Canada from China. Ugh, what a waste of time. No one's checking toonies, though. Yeah, but like... you Try using a $100 bill somewhere. Well... I guess. No one accepts them, first of all. Mm-hmm. Anyone well, that does is given a uh, fine-tooth comb. The CBSA is checking to see if your toonies are fake because they announced that charges were laid after uh, they did some investigation and found a major counterfeit money smuggling hmm. operation that was going of on. Of coins. Of coins. Of toonies. Uh, what a... And I feel like hauling that... Like, you'd have to... Like, it's so heavy. You know how much money they intercepted when he entered uh, Canada from China? Uh-huh. $12,049 of toonies. That's it, though? That's it. 
Yeah, I guess that's it. But like, is that's, that probably worth all, it? that's probably all you can carry. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Like, it's so heavy. How is that worth it? Twelve grand. I don't know. Yeah, it's a lot of cash, but not for smuggling. <laughs> I've got. I don't know if these are the coins. Shows the image. I don't know if these are the. So, are you looking at the coin that looks like Charles, but it says yeah. Elizabeth? Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, they're they're really fake. <laughs> if you're gonna like. Uh, like make some fake money. Why don't you make it look like actual money? I don't know. Jean-Francois Genereau is now in a whole ton of trouble. Genereau allegedly bought and imported the fake toonies into Canada that were seized. The CBSA obviously stepped in. They also found an additional $14,581 in toonies and 91 US $50 bills. So I'm guessing the the, uh, the counterfeit money was being made in China, and then he was going over there and bringing it back. Now, is it illegal just to be a make your own coins? Like it's not a problem until you start to spend them, isn't it? Yeah, I think if you try to pass it off as well, real money, you could make gingy coins, right? But, but you can't emulate a Canadian coin. Well, it looks like he wasn't really. Look at these things. <laughs> yeah. Looks, this looks like it was just some weird collection. <laughs> People want to know how do you get an odd number value in toonies? I have no idea. Maybe he threw an odd loony in there. Maybe there was some other stuff. Maybe. Yeah. Well, they intercepted 12,049 coins. So, yeah. How much made it? So, it'll be 25 grand. So, 25 grand. Mm-hmm. That's hmm. how many, yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, but this is so dumb. Like, at least make fives. Yeah, at the very... But it's way harder, though. But I guess, yeah, the paper money now is so hard to account for. Because it's that polymer. Yeah, but the coins, no one looks when you throw them coins. I guess. Andrew makes a good point. He says um, that's a lot of double-doubles. You can get all... You can drink coffee for... I guess. From Tim's for... Handing out rolls. How was it transported? I think just in his suitcase. <laughs> like, oh, that's how heavy. he was intercepted. That that's would, what I mean. Yeah. It's so heavy. <laughs> that's terrible. It's nuts. Uh-huh. All right. If you're going to be enjoying some time on your yacht, maybe you're getting out of here for the winter and you're just, you know, I know there's a few now family members that are fancy like that. Watch out for killer whales because they are at it again. This time, a killer whale attacked and sank a Polish yacht off the coast of Morocco. Mm. The incident happened in the Strait of Gibraltar, just last week when a pod of orcas came in and set their sights on Grazi Mama number two, mm. a vessel owned by a Polish touring company. Apparently, the group of whales attacked the boat for 45 minutes until they sank it. Oh, my God. Don't you, like, start the motor and peel out? I don't think it's you're a sailboat. winning. It's a sailboat, oh. and, and I don't think you're winning against a pod of orcas. Oh, my God. Now, the crew was safe, unharmed, and sound, but the boat itself ended up sinking at the entrance to a Moroccan port. Hmm. It's just the latest in an ever-increasing trend of the animals attacking and damaging boats off the coast of Portugal and Spain. Now, orcas have been targeting ships in the region since 2020, and each year they're seeing more and more attacks. Marine scientists are still trying to determine what is causing the uptick in orca attacks, but there's no question that there's been a sizable increase in these incidents. Over the past two years, Killer Whale Research Group Atlantic Orca Working Group has found that orca attacking large boats has tripled. Hmm. Why? Well, that's the big question. They're they angry. don't know. There's rumor that one of them was hit by uh, oh, one of the boat? boats. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and so now everybody's was pissed? furious and mm-hmm. is teaching other orcas now how to get like revenge. these are bad. Yes. 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 Of them. Oh one intriguing God. aspect of the attacks is that the orcas primarily target smaller boats, those measuring less than 49 feet. 
They say that that tends to be quote a favorite for the orca. It is weird. Uh, like we we did a, a whale watching tour once, and when the the big whale comes up beside the boat, like you you don't realize like the size of it up until it's right there. Uh-huh. The whale could just flip the boat no oh, problem oh, yeah. easily. You're dead. And if they decided they wanted to be meat eaters, they could yeah. capsize the boat. Have yeah, it'll a just snack. It'll oh, just yeah. headbutt the boat and it'll flip it no problem. We were on this little boat yeah. off the coast of the Dominican Republic, uh-huh. and it was like a little boat. And they were like, oh, yeah, let's go look at the whales. And this whale came up under our boat, and he turned on his side, or she did, yeah. and just the giant eyeball came out at the side of the boat, and everybody was looking at it. And I thought to myself, if this whale like even twitches, yeah. this boat is capsized. Well, yeah, like, we're gone. The whale can just hit the boat with, the, with yeah. its tail. We're gone. And you're done. And yet we're dummy us. We're like, yay, pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do the big whales know we're up here? I don't know. Well, the orcas get it. Yeah. The, the big whales. I, they must. They looked me straight in the face. But I mean, sometimes like they'll like do like, you know, you'll see like the big uh, right whales and the balloons like breach the water. Yeah. yeah. Come smashing down. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, do they know there's little, there's us and our little zodiacs up there? No. Hmm. I think if they're like having fun, like they're like coming up and then they're breaching and slapping down. They're not checking to see. That's your job to make sure. Because you I just guess. see like this dark shadow coming up. Yeah, oh my it's God, wild. You're like, oh my God, oh my God. And then it's like, boom, pops out of the water. You're like, ah. Do you feel like you caught his eye? Oh, yeah. Look me just straight in the face. And it, we're like, please don't kill us. <laughs> I cried. I was crying. It'd be like us like looking above the clouds for a second. Like, oh, what's up here? Yeah. And then coming back down. Yeah, and then disappear. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? Have you, have you ever done whale watching? No. In your no. life? Have you, Haley? No. Yes, it is wild. It is neat to see because we ha- we did fun. see like the whale like flying out of the water. Yeah, but if a whale like did that right beside the boat, up in the air and lands on the boat, we're all dead. It happens. Uh, I know. Um, I did see a dolphin in a mall once. Oh, uh, have you guys? <laughs> these orcas? Is this just part of like because they're incredibly intelligent? Mm-hmm. Incredibly, uh, the smartest things underwater. Mm-hmm. Do we? Is this their natural evolution? Because we we're pretty smart. And we like wreck stuff out of boredom. Yeah, sure. Yeah. We'll just go and we like wrecking stuff. Yeah, we, yeah, do. we do. That's yeah. just what Is we this do. Just orcas. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Around. <laughs> you are right on your theory that it's the older orcas teaching the younger yeah. ones. Um, they're not sure why, though. They're trying to figure out if the orcas are just really mad at us. Um, some researchers have theorized that a single revenge obsessed orca. Mm is teaching others to attack boats after she was injured by one in the past. Not everyone, though, is convinced by this theory. Um, Sebastian Destremo is a captain who was involved in a similar attack back on May the 22nd, said they could crush this boat in a heartbeat if they wanted to, but for some reason they meticulously take their time in destroying it. Mm. Are they practicing? They're taking their Yeah, I don't know. They're training. Uh, I'm pro orcas, like, uh, taking down sailboats. Yeah, because whatever, just rich people in their boats. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> they're not eating them. They're just wrecking yeah. their boats. Uh, I don't think this is going to end well for the orcas, though. Well, there's also um, a theory that it's parents teaching their young ones how to hunt because there isn't enough living stock for them to do so anymore. Mm-hmm. So rather than risking their food, they're practicing on boats. I yeah. guess you right. Gotta, you got to practice somehow, right? That's the orca's house. They should be able to do what they want. Mm-hmm. I just know this won't. If they like go after like bigger stuff, this won't end well for the orcas. I posted a video. Uh, a bunch of people were uh, mentioning it in the app too of a guy doing some kite surfing, and a orca came up and just like took him down. He survived. 
Well, that was a whale. He, that was an orca. Or a, a whale. Uh, he caught it on his uh, GoPro. That's crazy. You just see it, like, just consume the whole thing. His board and his kite. So, yeah, they didn't oh know each other No, he had no idea that, that was there. It's such a big ocean. Like, what are the odds? Right? Yeah, right? Yeah. The right time, right place. Uh, you just both meet at the same time. See, they're not like... I, this is an accident, but, like, those orcas aren't, like, accident. Ever seen them, like, flick a seal out of the water? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, a hundred <laughs> feet into the yeah. sky. Yeah. Just for, like, they whatever. Some power. Yeah. Screw that seal. Screw that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Good, Hi. good. Uh, this would have been terrifying. It would have been majestic, but terrifying. Um, you did some whale watching in a very small boat, right? <laughs> Well, we weren't even meant to go whale watching. Some locals were just saying, hey, do you want to go on a canoe ride? To the Where were you? From the beach. We were in Mexico somewhere. Okay. And uh, they're like, oh, dude, for whatever, five pesos want to go to this island. We're like, okay. So we go. And then as we're crossing, two whales come up on either side of us. We crash as we said. I was like, oh, my God, we are going to die right now. <laughs> and then yeah. <laughs> One of the guys in the boat, he's like, he just jumped into the water to see it. And he was like, oh, my gosh, it's huge. <laughs> I just thought we were going to die. Well, yeah, you're in a canoe. You're in a was, tiny yeah, canoe that you terrifying. paid five pesos for. Do you know what kind of whale it was? Like, was it a humpback? Was it a, I'm guessing it wasn't an orca. I, I would assume a humpback. Like, no, it wasn't an orca. It was just a big boy. But it was the biggest thing, two things I've ever seen in my entire life. It easily could have just crushed the boat. Yeah, but it just came oh. up, had a little peak, and then disappeared. One on either side of us. Oh. I could have touched them. I could have reached down and touched them. Oh, I don't know man. What I, think I'd, I think I'd slowly panic. Well, yeah, because... Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> Mars, I cried just like you did. Yeah, I, I would be crying. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be shaking. What an experience, though. It was very cool afterwards when we were safe. I bet. Yeah, yeah. Holy huh. crap. All right. Okay. Thanks, Lindsay. Thanks, Lindsay. No problem. Bye. Okay. Bye. Wow. There is some text telling Lindsay that the whale wasn't the biggest thing she should have been afraid of in that story. Well, Why? What, what is? The five peso canoe ride. <laughs> what? <laughs> you take out the ocean? <laughs> what? I mean, when you're on holidays, it's like, you sure, make, what? You make, you make interesting choices. <laughs> five pesos. Oh, no, a whale. Uh, uh, Lindsay. <laughs> it was only five pesos. <laughs> it's five pesos. Nice Head day. over to this island over here. Yeah, you, you got a few pina coladas. You're like, yeah, I'll aye, take a aye, rip aye. on a on an ocean canoe mm-hmm. I'll go out there sure for, uh, fellas and if for... you're wondering guys five peso is 39 cents oh. Canadian <laughs> Risky, risking everything <laughs> for 39 cents yeah <laughs> oh oh man what a deal though what a yeah. deal yeah that price you'd be a fool not to right Apparently, if I, I missed it, if she was on the Pacific side of Mexico, apparently the Pacific gray whales hang out there, oh. and it's pretty common to go out there and you can quote kiss a Pacific gray whale. I don't know if I need to. Is I'm just a looking. Hot whale. Let me see Pacific gray. It's a good looking whale. Yeah, I don't know if I oh, need to kiss a whale. whale though. I don't need to kiss it. I wouldn't mind touching a whale. Oh, oh same as yeah, I touch a whale. I touch like if the, if you cop a feel. Yeah, I oh, would. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Apparently what? in Baja California, you can go and like touch the whales. Mm. They're all like barnacly, though. Yeah, the one we would saw was covered your, in barnacles. Would you cut your hand? Probably. Here's the Pacific. It looks gross, gray. actually. It's a beautiful whale. Bit of a wolf. Mm. Well, I think he's pretty. I mean, it, I mean, obviously, out of all the whales, orca. Ob- <laughs> if I have to make out with one, it's that one. Yeah, but the orcas are probably the best looking whale. I'm guessing, mm. just because they're black and they're white. Sure. And they're, you yeah. Know, yeah, they're majestic. There's yeah, the they're Pacific even, gray. They're just like big dolphins. 
I think they actually are dolphins. They, yeah, they look oh, like are that. they? Yeah. 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 But yeah, we, call them, we call them whales because they're so big. But like an actual whale whale, like... They're just a blob. Mm. A blob covered the, in barnacles. The beluga? That's a hot oh, whale. Oh, that's a hot whale. Oh, yeah, the yeah, beluga is a good looking whale. Mm-hmm. This text here, 56789, says, My family and I went whale watching off the coast of Vancouver. It was literally in a whitewater rafting boat. We were a little concerned. <sighs> yeah. And I remember it. It was foggy around us, and there was a huge pod of orca whales. They were on all sides of us. Oh, no. There was about 20 of them. Honestly, it was the most terrifying thing ever. Looking back at it, I would never do that again. Especially now that the orcas are mad. Yeah, they're angry. Yeah, they want to take it. these boats down. And you're in a Zodiac, an inflatable boat. Oh, no. This text here, 56789, from someone who is living in Mexico. Oh. They say, guys, I live in Mexico right now. I will paddleboard out with the dolphins and whales regularly. Oh, my God. Really? That's Is that cool. because you have an agreement with them? You're I like, listen, know. I live here. I'm cool. We are landlocked. So maybe, you know, for that person who lives in Mexico, they're cool with the ocean. We're a little, we're a little iffy got, on like, it. They got a Moana thing going on. Yeah. Mm. Just because we're not used to it. We got too excited. They could pick up on our excitement, our vibe. Like a dog. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. That's oh why they God. attack. Not sure. All right. If you're on the app this morning, I want you to open it and have a look at the picture that I'm about to post. I'm not going to tell you what's wrong with it for about 30 seconds, but you guys can uh, look at it for yourself. All right. Mm. All right. Here we go. Uh, and... Are we allowed to... Post it. Are there we allowed go. to call out what's wrong with this? There you go. Just have a look at it. Just look at it for a second. A woman who was trying on a wedding dress momentarily dropped into an episode of Black Mirror with a photo of her that she posted horrifying fans on social media. Why are the arms all different? Yes. <laughs> uh, it's a mirror. Yeah, there's what? two mirrors uh, in front of her. You know when and you stand, like, in front of, you're standing in front of a mirror and then it folds out to the sides? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's two mirrors in front of her and one mirror shows her hands together. And the other mirror shows her arms both down at her side, and she's standing there only with one arm up, yeah, like in front of her. That's weird. What is that? I have an idea on how this works. Is there another? M- no. Her name is Tessa Coates, and she took to Instagram to share a photo of herself standing in front of two mirrors while trying on wedding dresses. She said, quote, I went wedding dress shopping and the fabric of reality crumbled in front of me. This is a real photo. It is not photoshopped. It is not panorama, not a live photo. She said, if you don't see the problem right away, keep looking at it and then you won't be able to unsee it. Now, she gets a little dramatic here in her interview. She said that, quote, the glitch in the matrix almost made me vomit in the street. Okay. Well, I I doubt that that happened. Relax. Exactly. <laughs> now, Crash did explain it. In the image, Tessa's hands are snapped in three different positions between the two mirrors and then where she is actually standing. I'd say the bigger problem than the reflection is and the what, dress. What, yeah, what we're yeah. making puke in the street is that dress. Yeah, gross. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. Look at the back. For her wedding? Getting married in that? Yeah. It kind of looks like a grandma's doily. <laughs> okay. Well, nonetheless, back to what the photo looks like. <laughs> nice try, lady. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get married in that. Yeah. Do you know how it happened, Haley? I think I have an idea because I've stumbled across photos like this before and I did a deep dive into what happens. Uh-huh. And it's the way that the cameras take photos they go from i think it's left to right when they're capturing an image so if her arms are full or down in that first uh, mirror yeah it's taking that part of the photo first so if she's moving it's if it's just fast enough the shutter speed won't get it oh and then when it puts it all together yeah, yeah. it puts it all together in as different 
because huh. she's got the one arm down and her actual like the actual person yes. has one arm down one arm one arm up so I'm guessing it caught halfway through mm-hmm. when she was going to put her arms up and then the final arms up is where she's at in her mirror well Tessa decided to get to the bottom of it uh-huh. so she went directly to Apple and it turns out Haley's pretty much right yeah they explained that phones are computers and not cameras oh Thank you, thank you, Tim. Oh, yes. oh, oh. <laughs> so even with the live photo setting turned off, it still takes a burst of images from left to right, just like what Haley described. Huh. It is AI that makes the decision to stitch those bursts together. And they said this rarely happens, but in this case, this is what happened. So it's not like we can all go out and try to recreate this no. today. And that actually, some person on uh, Twitter who knows a little bit more about this... Uh-huh. It found an exact line down her back where it's not completely in line. And you can see that that's where AI stitched the images together as it yep. takes it from left to right. If you ah. zoom in on it. Mm. Look at the big brain on me. Yeah, that's right. Apparently, Google Pixel phones are the worst for doing this. Hers, however, oh. was an iPhone. So if you're going to find like weird pictures like that uh, the pixel is the one uh-huh. that will do it more so than the other photos have you had any weird photos on your pixel no, I'm gonna try now though mm-hmm. I do know they use a lot of software in their photos that's why they look so incredible oh yeah yeah um, it's like someone had the name for it rolling shutter you ever seen when uh, someone's filming like a helicopter rotor the blade yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but it syncs up with the speed they're filming at mm-hmm. yes. yeah so it looks like it's like barely moving yes. at all yeah it's just like a foo, foo, yeah foo, foo, foo. Yeah. Even though it's traveling at you know, 6,000 RPM. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or sometimes they'll have um, home security cameras and they'll catch birds. But the wing beat is just oh, in yeah. sync with yeah. the, the shutter speed. So it looks like they're just hanging out there with their arms totally yeah, it's like yeah. perfectly clear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. Ah. Mm-hmm. Floating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Something wrong with cool. the birds. Yeah. It's pretty cool. <laughs> All right, speaking of pretty cool, we're going to head on over to Fort Saskatchewan for this next story here, where a couple there is celebrating the unique birth of their daughter. Now, Kinsley Jane is the baby's name, and her birth story is one that her parents will be telling for the rest of her life. This six-pound, 13-ounce girl was born early Thursday morning. Um... Her parents said that they thought that they had a lot of time, Uh but things quickly turned around for them. Amanda was woken up with contractions around 4 a.m. on Thursday. She woke up her partner, Jason, and uh, her pain intensified quickly. She said, quote, my contractions started to go on top of one another. I just thought I was having really intense labor. Now, this is also not her first baby. So she was, I think they pushed it a little, Mm -hmm. you know. Sure, yeah. She said, as their plan was, the couple called their parents who were going to watch their four-year-old son. And then they started the 30-minute drive from Fort Saskatchewan to the Royal Alex Hospital here in Edmonton. That was when um, Amanda said, quote, she was making it very clear that she was in um, quite a bit of discomfort and that the baby was on her way out. Oh. Hmm. Now, her husband, Jason, said, quote, I wasn't quite believing her. Oh, God. She's a little dramatic. Yeah. (laughs) She does this all the time. (laughs) The couple was right near Nate, several blocks north of the hospital, when they realized how greatly they had underestimated the situation. Uh, Jason said, quote, we had no time, absolutely no time, no control over it at all. She was coming uh, right out there and then. Uh, Amanda said, I remember telling him, pull over right now. You got to pull over. Oh, my God. He called 911. The operator sent emergency responders. They stopped on 101st Street and 117th Avenue, and they had no choice but to just talk them on how to deliver a baby. Mm. Oh, my God. Amanda said, quote, I put my feet up on the dash and gave birth. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
Um, Everyone's okay? Everyone's fine. Yeah, baby's good. Uh, are we talking fabric seats or leather? Well, so Jason actually told the news about his car afterwards. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> good luck, Bubbles. Yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, no. Everybody's fine. Everybody is fine. Jason said, uh, quote, uh, when I got around the car, so he jumped out of the driver's seat, uh-huh. ran around to the passenger side. He said, I realized that this was happening now. I got in the zone a little bit. I'm pretty sure my heart wasn't even on the scales. It was hurting so bad it was beating out of my chest. Hmm. So Kinsley Jane was also born in what they're calling an orb. So as Kinsley was born, they said the parents said that um, baby looked very strange. Apparently, she entered the world in her amniotic sac. Yeah. Oh, that's a thing? Oh. And then you rip your baby out of the sack? He said, quote, I had to take the sack off of her and scoop it out of her mouth. Oh, my God. And then rub her back, and then she cried, and it was that beautiful sound. Because at one point, it was incredibly scary. Well, yeah. Jason then followed that up by saying, quote, my poor car. (laughs) We just got that car, too. Oh, Oh. no. What Uh, kind of car? He doesn't say what kind of car. Is there a picture of it in the sewer? No, they don't show the car. My poor car, which means it was destroyed inside. Well, that's a lot of... He said, we just got that car, too. Oh, no. More than a dozen emergency responders were at the scene within minutes and helped keep new baby and mom warm and safe. Uh, and everybody is ha- happy and healthy. Everybody's all good. How often is your baby born in a sack? Well, the baby's in the sack. But like, how often does the sack come out? Well, I don't know. I'm I know like sure. the, all the stuff usually comes out after, like the sack. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So. Would it look like, I know, and once again, healthy baby, this is awesome. Yeah. Would it just look like a packaged baby? Yeah, it's in a sack. It's like a water balloon. <laughs> like the stork carrying them? Oh. Uh, babies being born in the amniotic sac are rare. Yeah, okay. one in 80,000 births. Yeah, oh it's God. pretty oh, wow. rare. Oh, Yeah, geez. it's pretty rare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Might make your lo- newborn look like it's completely gift wrapped. Yeah. It's off. It's oh, little, my God. It's gift wrapped like, in a water balloon. It's <laughs> like when you get those teddy bears in uh, those big balloons. Mm. <laughs> oh. confetti and stuff yeah, in yeah, there. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> That'd be a trip, too, for your car delivery. Because you're expecting, you know, especially if they had a kid already, so they can expect some stuff, sure, you know? yeah. It's sort of know the gist. Yeah, Amanda knew what was up. And then yeah. Yes. But then it for it to be a sack. Yeah, you're like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if, because she, I don't know if he showed her. Or if she would even remember. I, I think I think he was like, oh, there's a sack. And I think he was just like clawing just, at like, it and rip scooping it? it out of her. Yeah, I think that's what You just she, like shred, you, you like rip it like a gift and there's your baby? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chew off that umbilical cord. He said he scooped it, scooped it out of her yeah, mouth, yeah, yeah. rubbed her back, and then the baby started to cry. Wow, isn't that nuts? Yeah. So I want to talk about car deliveries, mm. not like your Amazon packages, your babies. Sure, it's happening. It's yeah, happening. It happens. Yeah. Has it happened to you? Um, and I, I love these stories. Uh, maybe you didn't. Maybe, maybe you were right at the front door of the hospital. So close. So close. Were you surprised at how fast it happened? Maybe you were like, oh, you know what? This isn't my first rodeo. Maybe you've had one, two children already. So you're like, I'm just going to like, just push ch- it. I'm going to chill at home. Yeah. yeah. There's no point of waiting There's around the hospital. Nobody really wants to be in the hospital ever. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you did not push it. Maybe you're like, oh, look at this. I'm in labor. Off to the hospital I go. And then you pulled over two blocks later because you're like, this baby is coming right now. Mm-hmm. Even if you planned on the right time, like there's traffic, things happen. Things come up. Things yeah. come up. Sit in the car. Yeah. Did the person driving you go through the Tim Hortons drive-thru and it was lined up? And you're like, I'm actually having a baby in a car Once now. you get stuck in that line? Though, like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, there's no do? exit. Yeah. Order's already in, honey. I mean, yeah, yeah. Sorry, wait. <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah. All right. Is there anybody listening who has had a car baby? This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. 
Uh, we're talking about a family in Fort Saskatchewan who made the news because mom didn't make it to hospital and ended up having a car baby. Fort Saskatchewan couple is celebrating a kind of double unique birth of their daughter. Uh, number one, they didn't quite make it to the hospital, so she had to have the baby uh, on what they were on 101st Street and 117th Avenue, and the baby was born in the amniotic sac, which mm-hmm. is incredibly rare. Mm-hmm. Imagine they're pulled over on the side of the road there, and you're just like, you know, walking on the sidewalk. Oh, my God. I'd be like, dog, what a scene. What is happening? Do you offer help, or do you yes, run? Yes, I think you have to offer help. I, I, I guess. Well, what am I going to do? It feels like a private moment. Yeah, I don't want to. You're yeah. knocking on the window. Yeah, excuse me. <laughs> excuse yeah. me. Like, do I hold a phone? Professionals say this, quote, typically if a birth is going that fast, usually it means that most of the time everything is very well. Okay. The baby just has a plan to come out as quick as possible, which means usually there's no distress to the baby. Great. So just know that your body will do what it needs to do. And in Amanda's case, it was not waiting for the Royal Alex Hospital. It was doing it right there. And we still don't know what kind of car got destroyed. No, but um, Jason, her partner, said, quote, my poor car. We just got that car, too. <laughs> they didn't ask him. He just volunteered no. like the car. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's a big day. Yeah, anything from there. you, my car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 780-489-4669 if you got a story here. Sure. Uh, Todd, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Good, Hi. good. Um, baby, you had a, a baby that was delivered not in the hospital, right? Yeah, well, it wasn't mine, but I was there for it, and it was, uh, yeah, a little strange. So, in your keeping with not quite making it to the hospital, I used to work at the casino at West Edmonton Mall. Oh, okay. And we had a lady go into labor while playing slot machines. So, we were arranging a way for her to get over across the road to the Misericordia, which is literally a minute away. Yeah. Yeah. And the mission failed. She delivered her baby in the lobby. Oh, damn. A casino baby. At 2 o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday, popped a baby out in the lobby of the casino. Couldn't even get out to the parking lot before it happened. What Crazy. What happens when someone's giving birth in the lobby of the casino? Are people just, like, walking by? No, they found a way to kind of isolate the area a little bit, and they got the guys from mall security to help them as well. Uh, that makes um, sense. But it was exceptionally bizarre. There were a lot of jokes flying around that day in the casino. Like, I guess that slot machine must have been really due to hit, or oh, yeah. like oh, yeah. you yeah. were hoping that maybe she named the baby like Chip or Lucky or Ace or something. Jackpot. But, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna yeah. name baby Jackpot. <laughs> this is my baby yeah. Jackpot. <laughs> I, w- I went to work that day not expecting to see a baby at two o'clock. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. No was she by would. herself? Yeah. Oh wow. wow. And just boom, baby's I, ready. Yeah, I wasn't sure if she was like close to being due or what, but it seemed to happen yeah. fairly quickly because it was only you know a couple minutes in the lobby, and there it was. So yeah, holy crap. Yeah, what a story. Okay, thanks, Todd. Thanks, Todd. You're welcome. Have a great day. Yeah, you too, bud. Bye bye. Hopefully, somebody went back and got her shit. You know, because I highly doubt she cashed out. Oh, I think she cashed out. You think so? I think if you're pretty much in labor at a casino, you cash out. Yeah. You take little baby progressive up there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> baby Max. <bet. laughs> is there certain things you shouldn't be allowed? Because there is stuff you're not allowed to do, depending on how pregnant you are. Like, you can't fly. Sure. Yeah. Can't travel mm-hmm. because of the risk. Like, And casinos are very exciting. Well, yeah. And casinos, you're sitting. Yeah. yeah you're sitting you, there, you're just sitting there playing some slot machines. But what if you hit big, all of yes. a sudden you're like, whoa! I think it's too thrilling once you're 35 weeks. No, I don't think so. I think she just. Get these women out of the casino. Passing some time. <laughs> Maybe she was in labor, it was just starting, so she's like, I'm going to go over to the casino. Stop taking up these chairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good for her. Um, Wendy, how you doing? 
Good morning. Not too bad. You guys? Hi. Doing pretty good. Um, so we're talking about uh, if uh, anyone has given birth in a vehicle. What happened? Uh, well, I'm from rural Quebec. So the closest hospital is about a 40-minute drive from my mom and dad's. My mom went into labor. Oh, my gosh. And this was her sixth baby. So she figured, oh, I got lots of time. She gets to the hospital, and she's standing in the door, and she told them, she's like, I'm having a baby, and the nurses were laughing, said, oh, we got lots of time. My mom whips up her skirt. She's like, no, you don't, and my sister's head was hanging out. Oh, my oh gosh. My gosh. Oh. I mean, yeah. I guess that's one way to get your point across. Yeah, there's a baby <laughs> right here. <laughs> and they're screaming, running around, trying, well, we'll get you a wheelchair, and my mom being my mom, she, you know, this little French lady, she says, uh, no, stupid, I can't, I can't sit down, I got baby head sticking out my hoo-ha. Mm, yeah, oh my right? Gosh, yeah, there yeah. you go. Get it out. <laughs> they got her on a gurney, and she had my sister in the elevator going up to the uh, the baby ward. Damn. So, the, yeah, baby started in the car and then started coming out right at the front of the hospital. And then was it, was the, your sister fully delivered in the elevator? Yeah, she did. She, like, they told my mom not to push. And my mom, of course, she's like, I, I can't stop now. The contractions were so bad, and literally one push, and uh, Aaron just slid right out. <laughs> That's crazy. Elevator door opens. There's a baby. Yeah. <laughs> she wasn't very big. Like, she was six pounds, three ounces, or something like that. So, literally, like, yeah, there was no time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. What a story. Okay, thanks, Wendy. Thanks, Wendy. <laughs> All right, have a good one. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Well... Can't sit down. Is no, that the best baby's option? Crowding. Just like the baby's, is the baby's coming. Just get it done. Yeah, I wonder if they're like if medical professionals are a little. I don't know. Insulted is the word. Yeah. You know, they, they don't get to do anything. Well, they went to school for this stuff. We're just having babies in cars. Yeah, right. yeah, it's true. And we're I, like, yeah, that was easy. <laughs> also, this this car baby Marzi was talking about. Yeah, they had to call in because you know they don't know how to have a baby. We've talked about uh, landing planes by calling in yeah. and letting the tower guide you down. Mm. Who who gets to be on the phone with this guy talking them through? Labor. I'm going to guess not the mom. No, but I mean, who in the hospital? Like in the hospital? Oh, in the hospital. Well, I yeah. don't know. Like, is there a designated nurse yeah. or doctor for this know. sort of thing? Because you're, well, you're on the phone with 911. 911, so. Yeah, maybe so there's a baby the 911 operator. Yeah. I have a legit question. How do you clean the car? Pressure washer. You're not. You're never. I think you... No, you, because you're not getting rid of your car. You there's so much fluid. You'd oh. never... Really, you wouldn't if get it out a, if it's a fabric seat. Yeah, fabric seats. Oh, yeah. you rip that seat out, right? I, I don't. I don't think you. Yeah, you'd never get it out. You wouldn't. It's hey? so much. Fluid. So what do you do then? You just like down a car, down well, a seat. I guess you swap the seat. Maybe you go to a junker and see if you can get a. <laughs> the floor, the floor can handle. You got especially in this. Thing. Sure. Yeah. yeah sure. I mean, you got the yeah. winter mats in on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. fine. No problem. But the seat, if it's a fabric seat, it's holding. Yeah. You can't just like shop vac it. I would imagine it would absorb a lot. Unless they had the shop vac on scene and were shop <laughs> vacing okay, during right. the As delivery. Happening. <laughs> I'm just curious. Honey, I, it's a new car. I'm just Sorry. curious. I'm just curious. Because if they said it's try. a brand new car. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering. Because that seat would have been back. She would have oh, been yeah, scooted sure. back on the for seat. Sure. And it would have held. Oh, oh, yeah. It's like a bull. Yeah, with the seat reclined. I feel it's, like you yeah. can clean it. Oh, I don't think so. You want to take like, a shot at? I'm not. No, I don't. But I'm not. I'm not like bubbles. But like, if you were to take it to like a professional, bubbles, to like EPS, like the crime scene guys, maybe they might <laughs> take a stab at it. I think even they would get rid of the seat. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just curious. I'm yeah, just curious. I think he's selling that car. <laughs> um, Bailey, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good, Hi. good. Um, so, uh, did you end up having a baby in the car or what? 
not in the car. I didn't even make it to the car. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. So I woke up. Uh, it was my second. Uh, my water broke. So I woke my husband, and he called his mother to watch our oldest, and she lives uh, three, four blocks away, not far. Sure. And uh, I just told him, I just need to go to the bathroom before we go. Uh, I thought I had to poop. Oh. Turns out I didn't. There was a baby's head sticking out of me. So oh, my, oh my gosh. <laughs> so we called 911, and uh, the uh, ambulance station is, again, maybe two, three blocks away. The whole 911 call was four minutes, yeah. and uh, my husband delivered our second son before they even arrived. Damn, that baby no was ready for the world. Did they just talk him Fast. through it then, like the, the operator on 911? Uh, they tried. She was very behind. So you can actually get a copy of your 911 call, which we did. Yeah. Um, and huh. my family loved to play it back at family gatherings. I bet. Um, but yeah, they, she was uh, telling him to like make sure I'm comfortable. And uh, yeah, I was already delivering and she oh. did it all oh, on like, his phone. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. like, lady, we are four steps ahead of <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Demolished our bathroom. Not our car, but our bathroom. Oh, my sure. God. Well, yeah, at least it wasn't the car. <laughs> a little tile, a little lino yeah. work. You're, you're totally fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We needed a new floor anyway. Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Okay, thanks, Bailey. No problem. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Oh. Did, did you know you can get a copy of your 911 call? No, I had no idea. That's me news to either. me. That's pretty cool. Because imagine, yeah, like they play back all the time. It's probably just like frantic, like just like mumbling of just random words. But yeah, typically, like why would that be an option? Because typically it's a very, very sad reason you're calling. Yeah. Right? Good point. Yeah, good point. And like once they're done, like, was... do you want a copy of today's call? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to remember this day forever? You lost a loved one. Yeah. But... <laughs> Keepsake. Um, one more. Colleen's hanging on. Hey, Colleen. Hi. Hey, Hi. Uh, your baby was delivered outside of a hospital, right? You didn't make it there. It sure, it sure was. My second, my daughter. Yeah. So I, luckily my husband stayed home that day because I was feeling like hmm, maybe something's happening. Yeah. Right. And uh, we have a, to- we had a toddler as well too mm. at the time. And uh, I was busy like making sure my hospital snacks were prepared and <laughs> he had things prepared for his. Um, my sister to come watch him. Oh, okay, yeah. And no, it progressed so quickly that I was in the kitchen, like crawling on the floor, and my husband uh, was like, "We're going to the hospital!" And he got his winter coat and he threw my winter coat at me and <laughs> yelled at my like he was in panic mode, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he threw he like threw my coat at me. I was crawling on the kitchen floor. And um, yeah, and then I he went to get the car, and I said my water broke, oh. and that was it. He ran. He called the. We had a midwife. Yeah, she wasn't there. And he called her on the phone, and she's like, okay, don't panic, get towels. So he's sprinting up the stairs in his winter coat to get towels. He came down, he, like, pulled my leggings off, and that was it. She she was delivered. In oh, my kitchen. God, just like that. Just the baby comes head. out with your leggings? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the? Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Holy crap. Was your toddler at home, too, when all this was going on? Yes. Yeah, just the three of us, and he was freaking out like he was screaming. Actually, weeks after that, he he was saying, "Mommy, poop kitchen." Yeah. <laughs> oh man. 
Holy baby, crap, right there. That's fast. When no, are you still in the same house? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Do you walk by that spot in the kitchen like every day and be like, "I delivered a baby there." That is cute. <laughs> Often, and we'll say to my daughter, like, oh, that's where you were born. Right there by the dishwasher. Right beside the dishwasher. That's so cute. Oh, that's Maybe awesome. You'll be a chef. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cute. great. Okay, thanks, Colleen. Thanks, Colleen. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. So last Thursday was a regular evening for a family living on the north side of the city uh, that quickly turned to terror as the Edmonton Police Service tactical team banged in their door, actually kicked in their door. Alberta RCMP officers said that they believed that there was a victim being held at gunpoint. Oh, my God. Turned out it was a false allegation. Mm. They were swatted. The frightening mistake happened Thursday, November 2nd at around 520 at a home near 148th Avenue and 75th A Street in the Kilkenny neighborhood. The incident was captured on security camera video. The family had no idea why there was an EPS tactical vehicle with a ramrod knocking on their front door. At the same time, police uh, stormed the home's back door (laughs) and three screaming teenagers were taken out outside where they were told to lay face down on the ground. Oh my, oh my God. God. Apparently one of the teens asked tearfully, I'm just a kid. Why are we being arrested? Another one said, we're not going to be shot, right? Jeez. Oh God. How, How scary. Terrifying. Yeah. They uh, have a security camera in the backyard where the kids are laid out. It's terrifying. Oh jeez. A 15 year old boy's shirt came off while he was being ordered to the ground where he lay bare chested on the cold concrete patio while zip tied. Two kids in the detached garage were also ordered outside. Vicky is their grandma. Apparently she was home too. She was sleeping and her husband was watching sports when it all happened. Oh my God. Yeah, look at that photo. And when Mars says tactical team, like it's these the officers, yeah, like they got the big guns out. Jeez. Vicky said, quote, I was just looking at the door and saying, what the hell is going on here? I came around the corner and a drone was flying through my hallway and almost flew right into my head. Wow. The kids were just hanging out with their grandparents. Just like total mistaken address? Vicky says they wouldn't even let my grandson get a sweater. I wanted to put a sweater on him. Now, James Potts says his parents and the kids are all traumatized. He yeah. came home to see police storming in on his property. He said, quote, I was like, what's going on? My parents live here. My kids live here. Mm-hmm. Two officers approached me at gunpoint with their lights on and told me to get on the ground or they were going to shoot me. Oh, my God. Jeez. Fort Saskatchewan RCMP said they received a report of a kidnapping. RCMP said the complainants got a text from their son saying he needed $1,500 and was being threatened with a gun to his head and a knife in his stomach. Oh, wow. At that address. Yeah. Hmm. So similar texts were received by other family members. The RCMP's major crime units was set out to find the, quote, reported victim. And after an investigation, two separate houses were searched by Edmonton Police Service Tactical and RCMP emergency response teams as well. The victim wasn't found at either of their homes, but rather at a third location. They were safe and not kidnapped, as the text indicated. Mm. So who did they text? So, So someone said they got a text from a family member and then called the police based on this text. But the whole thing was fabricated? Yeah. None of, none of this was legit. No. The texts, RCMP said the complainants, so that is somebody, the, yeah. got a text from their son saying he needed $1,500 and was being threatened with a gun to his head and a knife to his stomach. So someone's son 
texted them that or mm-hmm. from that phone. Someone says someone's. Yeah. Someone yeah, said yeah. their son texted them. That. And similar texts were received by other family members. Who are the other family members, though? Did they also call the police or someone just said that? Or is that just they said that to the police? Because this is like a swatting, right? This sounds like a swatting. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They take this stuff extremely serious. Well, yeah. If there's a gun to someone's head and a knife to someone's stomach, yeah. Uh, yeah. But can't you, like, knock? Yeah, like, uh, yeah. Do you do you have to come in like this this intense? You can still go in, but knock. Say like, look, we have to come in. We have a report. We, we have, have to check. We have to check. Right. And, yeah, and if people are like, no, there's nothing going on here. Like, why was there no like communication initially? They say tactical entry is the last thing you do unless you know that there is immediate harm. I, I have no idea. The knife to the stomach. Text, well, gun to the head. Gun to the head. Knife to the stomach. But yeah. does this keep anyone any safer? Like, let's say there was a gun to someone's head up in the attic, and the police come barely. Well, yeah, then in. it's just right. Is this? I, yeah, I, I, don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. This poor family, though. Oh. Yeah, they are going to be traumatized. Pod says he's heartbroken. His children were treated like criminals and disappointed almost a week later. He says he still has no answers on how this could happen to innocent people. Mm-hmm. Whew, that is brutal. He also said the RCMP haven't talked to them about mental supports, but did give him a number to file a claim for the damage done to his doors. RCMP, though, have not confirmed if they're covering the cost. Well, that was the thing. Remember last year, the year before they got that. They have like a tank now. Yeah. Remember they drove through someone's yard? They blew right through the fence and, and everything. Like, Sorry. Yeah. yeah. They're like, whoops. Yeah. Good luck oh, yeah. on the new fence. Yeah, yeah. This might not be textbook because criminologist and former EPS officer Dan Jones mm. said he's surprised this was the way it was handled. Hmm. Really? Yeah. When you get a complaint like this, what happens is you do a detain and call out. You make sure no one can leave the house without being detected. And then you start communications with individuals inside the house. Versus like Instead kicking doors open. Going full Rambo. Wow. Oh, this is going to be a problem. Well, why did why why did they go full Rambo? I guess they thought they had to. I I don't know. This poor family though, like these teens will never. This will change their whole uh, lifetime with dealing with people. Oh, oh without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. with a uh, yeah the authority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without a doubt. Now there was also a weapons complaint in a West End neighborhood, Glastonbury. Uh, apparently a man had been released without charges after a weapons complaint came out of that neighborhood on Sunday. Once again, the tactical unit had to respond to the community south of White Mud Drive and west of Anthony Henday after a report of a man firing a gun in the area. Mm. Residents say that police told them there was an active shooter in the area and to stay inside and lock the doors. The man was arrested as he was leaving his home in the area. Uh, apparently it was an airsoft gun. Mm. Three other people were found inside the home. They had several airsoft guns. No injuries were reported. Well, no. What a crazy time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that that poor family. Because anytime there's even a knock at the door now. Yeah. You're just like, oh, God. Do you think it was a scam? Well, people are saying like, a, you, like, like a, maybe someone's like spoofing numbers and blasting that out too. So the call to the police was legit and the, yeah. the fear that their, that that their child was in danger? Maybe. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It doesn't seem to answer. The news story doesn't know because yeah, the RCMP no. seems to be keeping very mum about a lot of the details. Mm-hmm. Like that would be like there. There's a picture of the the officers in the app. Like they're full like military garb, mm-hmm. big big guns. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. Mm-hmm. The poor family. I know. Like yeah, these guys are fully done up. When I was leaving the gym yesterday, the elevator door opened. 
and there was a guy there in like camo with like a big vest on but it was like a weighted workout vest but oh. it was all like camo and I'm like jeez I'm like what the and I'm like oh okay and I'm like camo interesting choice for the gym and a weighted vest and a that looks like a bulletproof vest, vest. Yeah, it looks like a big like pack that you're wearing you were surprised because you couldn't see me first <laughs> I'm like whoa <laughs> I almost walked right yeah. into him <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, don't know. These guys are like head to toe. I wish I had more details for you. Literally, yeah. that's the entire news story. So yeah. we'll have to see if anything else comes out about that mm-hmm. in the future. I'm not sure if you guys have been following um, this story closely at all. Uh, but for most Canadians' entire lifetime, Buffy St. Marie has been one of the standard bearers for Indigenous people in Canada. And have you guys seen the news that has come out oh, about her lately? Oh, my God. Unreal. It is pretty unbelievable. It is shockingly unbelievable. Now, Buffy St. Marie, of course, has um, you know gone through her entire career as an Indigenous Canadian, mm-hmm. supporting um, the, her culture, um, talking about struggles that the people have faced, and it all appears to have been a complete lie. According to a CBC report that draws on birth certificates, family interviews, and documents written by St. Marie's own hand, she is not Indigenous at all, and she is not Canadian. That is crazy. That is absolutely crazy. And this has been the whole career. Decades. Yeah, decade decade upon decade. And like collecting awards, grants, everything. Yeah. Taking away from Indigenous communities. Oh, like, yeah. Yay, yay, yay. And apparently her family is confirming it. Yeah. She's Italian. She's Italian. Mm-hmm. And she's American. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. And like crushing to so many people. Yeah. yeah. She was uh she was an icon. Yeah. For a, yeah. for a, for she a was huge a face. community. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh but like yeah, now everyone's like look at the opportunities that were taken away from other people. Oh, <laughs> well, she yeah, got of course. Exactly. Yeah, of course. Oh, this um, is massive. Some people are saying that they've been racking their brain to think of a way to convey the weight of the Buffy St. Marie to both Indigenous and non-Indigenous people. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody really knows how to deal with this. When she's not really saying anything either. She's just she like, will not, she said she will not ever say anything. Well, she yeah. also denies all the accusations, even though after she denied it, her son Cody came forward to say no. Mm-hmm. No. The, actually, Cody said, quote, mom got accepted to a tribe as a white girl. Mm-hmm. That's ex- that's what he's like saying all over his uh, all over his Facebook. Yeah, but like yeah, and like what happens now? Like she's in her eighties. She's like, no, I'm not talking. Like what? Yeah, happens? I don't know. The damage is done. Buffy St. Marie has received numerous Junos, the fifty thousand dollar Polaris Music Prize in 2015, a Heritage Award for her 1964 debut album It's My Way, among a slew of other honors. The story of her birth, childhood, and identity has shifted throughout her six decade career, with her identifying as Algonquin before saying that she was Cree, adopted from a mother in Saskatchewan. However. Uh, news outlets, including CBC, located her birth certificate, which says that St. Marie was born in 1941 in Massachusetts, in Stoneham. Mm-hmm. The document lists the baby and her parents as Caucasian Italian and includes a signature of a physician. Um, St. Marie's own family has come forward to say that she has duped everybody and that she is, in fact, not Indigenous or Canadian. Mm-hmm. Just to allow yourself to be celebrated like that. Yeah. And that it took this long, because all it was, it was just someone, 
anonymous tip to CBC and be like, yeah, doing a little digging. You should check out her birth certificate. Yeah. And like, oh, okay. After no. all these years. Yeah, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> what? Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of opinions and a lot of people are writing pieces on it because for like people feel duped. Especially like there's a lot of some of like some people in the indigenous community are writing some really poignant pieces mm-hmm. on how they feel about this. And it's uh, it's pretty heartbreaking to read because mm-hmm. she was an icon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she was an icon and she duped everyone yeah. for decade upon decade. There have been calls for the Junos to rescind St. Marie's awards. An emailed statement said the Canadian Academy of Recording Arts and Sciences, which oversees the Junos, is aware of the doubts of St. Marie's ancestry. They said they're processing all the information right now, and they're consulting with Indigenous music advisory committees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they, they're not sure what they're going to do yet. I would imagine, like, and then for her, like, whatever, big deal. The damage is done. She banked on this for years. All the awards and stuff and accolades will get pulled back, Right. Yeah, if they if I they imagine, are, I, I don't know if they're going to. You don't think? Well, because I don't think anyone wants to get to. Oh, they don't want to draw too much light on it. You know what I mean? I, I don't know what they'll do with all the. I'm not. That's a good point. I don't know what they're going to do with all the accolades and awards. Mm-hmm. But like, and for her, just to be like, what? Well, she's not Canadian either. Yeah. <laughs> Like just <laughs> like no statement whatsoever, right? To be like, I am so sorry. Like I just, uh, yeah, I, I felt like I was a part of the community sure. kind of thing. Like anything, and nothing. Even even like because uh, CBC did a great job on this. You it's an interesting read. Yeah. Um. Just it w- there was always an going back holes in her story that no one really looked into. Just her backstory was always it was it con- changed. It was, it was very fluid. It was always changing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Her about, stories were never matching, like with her she, mom. Yeah, but whether she knew her birth mother, she didn't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And no one looked that too far into it because she did. She, she, like she claimed some. So that the reason no one looked too far into it mm. is because of the way she said she was raised. Yeah. They didn't want to like dig up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It felt. Yeah, uh, it felt. It would feel rude or irresponsible or mm-hmm. to go digging too much. Why? Of why, course. Why would you not trust this woman? Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. Oh. Oh, it's yeah, messy. Of course. So, it is messy. Um, so nonetheless, if you do want to check it out, there's a, like I said, there's a lot of really well-written pieces. There's a lot of really well-written written, uh, opinion pieces as well. Uh, Kelly in the Grove was wondering, did she get the Order of Canada too? She did. She oh did. my God. Eesh. Mm. Yeah. Jeez. Now the reaction in the indigenous world is quickly evolving from initial denial to shock and then in some cases rage. Um, she also has her defenders. A lot of people are criticizing the CBC for telling the story. Uh, yeah, I don't. I'm. I, I, just, <laughs> I don't know. That's the longest dupe. It, it's a long dupe. The longest dupe ever. It's definitely a long dupe. Yeah. All right. Here's some better news. Uh, normalization of the four day work week across industries in Canada may be closer than workers realize. Given how successful the European model is going over in trials at various companies here in Canada, dozens of companies nationwide have been testing the alternative full time structure, including a lot in Toronto. The outcomes of their one year pilots are finally available courtesy of a new study out of York University and I don't think anybody's surprised here Um, what they found was pretty darn promising. A whopping 90% of respondents said that productivity at their firm stayed the same or increased as a result of a four day work week. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. (laughs) Sorry I forgot my mic was parted up. (laughs) Haley's in pain. 
I can't it, reach it. Eighty-six <laughs> percent of companies noted that they found it much more easier to attract and keep talent as well with a more progressive timetable. Sure. And even better, ninety-six percent of companies said that workplaces were happier and healthier because of the switch. Oh, that'd be nice. And ninety-three percent said they plan to continue with a four-day week indefinitely. Mm. Are they making people do longer days, like the longer four days, or it's still that's still the same? This is it's still the same. Okay. Yeah, this isn't the longer. This isn't like a ten yeah, or like a twelve a hour okay. day. Yeah. No, this is just a four day hmm. work week. So every weekend is three days. Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. That would be incredible. Mm-hmm. Now, Canadian politicians have in the past used the concept of a four-day work week as part of a campaign platform. Some experts have even said that it is, will be inevitable in the modern Canadian workplace in the next uh, couple of years, which is interesting. And 76% of workers said that they easily completed all of their work within four days. Like, it wasn't even hard. Mm-hmm. They just completed it. Well, as we discovered with the pandemic, when people are working from home, literally an eight-hour day can be done in a couple hours. Yes, that's for right. For some, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for some, absolutely. On average, workers estimate that they are productive for an average of 31 hours per week, and that's it. So mm-hmm. if you can slam that into four days instead of five. It's 32 hours in four days. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The implication is not that workers are lazy, but that the work environment is inefficient and the five-day workweek model is unproductive and old. Wasting time with tasks and meetings or the focus of being more on job hours rather than the work progress and completion. So in other words, uh, companies are more concerned about how many hours you worked rather than did you actually complete the job. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Will we see it here in radio? Absolutely not. Oh, I don't Mm-mm. think so. No. no we it'll won't a, see it here. It'll yeah. be a cold day in hell. We've been that seeing happens. that with management for years. Oh, Actually, yeah. no. They're beyond. They're less than four days. They're like three-day weeks. <laughs> <laughs> they're here Wednesday, Thursday, Tuesday. And then a closed door when they're in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't, yeah, we won't see it here no. on radio. And obviously, too, it's not every single job. Like, you know. Yeah, some jobs, yeah, you gotta, you gotta be there. Right, like five days depends yeah but for a, a lot of us like the the norm the majority sure like we didn't always used to work five days that was implemented was that forward did like the 40 hour yes, five I day work week so. yeah, yeah, yeah. before that people were working more and we like yeah we can do it in five days I guess, that's yeah. right let's do it in four yeah yeah People say, what about the wages? The wages didn't change. Yeah, so, wait, no, hey, no, 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 no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's, well, it's what you make, but you just, you're getting your work done in four days instead of in five. Because in reality, as a owner of a business, if the work is getting done, right, it should be fine. Yeah, but this is where, because it's people like you, oh. Crash, because oh. as an owner, you'd want value. Mm. Oh. You're telling me if you had a, let's say you had 10 employees yeah. who are currently working 40 hours a week, Damn you're going to pay them the same for 32 <laughs> hours because you're not getting value anymore. That's right. Well, they gotta they gotta step it up. <laughs> and you can still have your business open five days a week. You, yeah, just, you, just, ro- you just rotate where yeah. like mm-hmm. some people get the Friday off, some people get the Monday off, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. It's a draw every week for my employees. And some people even took a Wednesday off. Mm. Oh yeah, that'd what? be nice. I know no, that, that's a waste. That's still a four day work week. It is, no, but that's a waste. It shouldn't be allowed. Yeah, don't right? kill no, no Wednesdays. No. I kinda like that. No. I wouldn't allow anyone and to I take the middle of the week off. I don't want the floating Friday or Monday either. I want us all to decide on one. Because we've all decided on Saturday and Sunday. No, but then, but then that's you how end they up, keep the business yeah, open five days a week. Closed. Screw it, screw it, it's fine. What? But I mean, how businesses gonna, are open on weekends right YOLO now. YOLO Financial's got to be open. Businesses are already open on weekends right now. Mm. Right? Yeah. So when we all know what days the weekends are, mm-hmm. so we should pick or Friday or Monday. Because currently, when we get a long weekend, I prefer it to be a Monday. Mm-hmm. But if we were moving to a standard four-day week, yeah. which I think we could, I think it's got to be the Friday. How are you fitting the weekend in there, too, then? What do you mean? If you're only getting one day off. If you only get the Monday. 
Because you, you want people working the Saturday, Sunday, too. Well, people currently do work Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, like, we already have a seven-day-a-week. We have we have five days and two day weekends, mm-hmm. but really everything's always open. Mm-hmm. We could have four days and three-day weekends, but everything's still always open. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying those four days should be Monday through Thursday. Mm-hmm. Friday is the new... Yeah, if I had to negotiate it, Friday would be my day off. Yeah. It'd mm-hmm. be Monday through Thursday. Mm-hmm. Fridays are fun, though, but yeah, if, I, if you could negotiate it, that's what it would be. Yeah. This text here says, I currently work four days and I have Wednesday off. I oh. love that. It's amazing to get a day to get errands done and the comfort knowing that I only have to go back to work for two days in a row. I yeah. get that too. Before but my it, next break. It's also comforting knowing that you're heading into three days off. Yeah. I know. Three <laughs> days off is nice. Are you going on Tuesday night? Right. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm doing Wednesday too. What? I think I would like the, the breakup. So you would do Saturday, Sunday off and Wednesday? Yes. Mm, it's nice because you work two days and you're like usually around Wednesdays when you kind of get meh yeah. and you hit that hump of the week you just stay home yeah but like if you if you know you're heading into three days like you can actually go do something yeah you Wednesday you can go away if you want this for all of us yeah there's a lot of Wednesday people mm. mm-hmm. this text here says my husband works four days ten hour work ten hour days it's amazing we're so much more productive at home too we get more done oh sure yeah but imagine four eights <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah the ten is right uh, <laughs> this text here says uh, i'm working a four-day wor- work week right now i don't think i could ever go back to five that'd be tough yeah mm-hmm. yeah that would be really tough and some people are saying how do we feel about um friday afternoons a friday like getting friday afternoon off yeah mm. like so so you get like it's you know, a cop out Okay. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't feel like an actual day. Like, off. so you still you come in Friday, you can get your work done in the morning, mm-hmm. but you get fr- you get to leave at lunch. Sure, I guess that's better than nothing. But it's yeah, not, right. It's yeah. Give me the, give me the day. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's nothing. That's the company's offering you nothing. <laughs> well, because <laughs> they know that's a joke afternoon. Exactly. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, not doing anything. They're not losing anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're still getting up and going into work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It is a joke afternoon. All right, this is good news. Uh, it looks like the one and only Celine Dion has been out and about recently. She was spotted at a Katy Perry concert, fueling some speculation of a return to stage, which wow. is good. And apparently, she looks really good. I mean, I don't know if she's. I don't think she's returning to stage. stage. She's just getting out. I think she's a fan of music. Yeah. So when she was at a. Uh, uh, a uh, Habs game in Vegas, uh, yeah. I think earlier last week. Yeah, oh. that's right. Yeah, she was out about there too. In 2021, Celine Dion announced that she was delaying her shows, uh, saying, I'm heartbroken by this, and she has canceled all of her remaining tour dates. Now, you might remember that she has revealed her health struggles and diagnosis in a vulnerable video that she posted on social media. She's dealing with a very rare neurological distor- disorder called stiff person syndrome. Mm-hmm. Her life has been impacted by spasms caused by the uh, syndrome, causing difficulties when she walks and not allowing her to use her vocal cords to sing. That's a shame. Which is crazy. Mm -hmm. This is Dion's second public appearance in just around a week. So some people are wondering, is she preparing for her comeback? No. (laughs) Other people are wondering if she's just like getting out of the house for a minute. She's like, I just want to live. I just just want to do (laughs) something outside of the home. But isn't that still promising? Because she wasn't doing things outside the home for a long time, right? Yeah. Yeah. It is. But I don't think it's a sign of returning oh, to back, stage. Baby. I, don't, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Let that angel sing. <laughs> what if she never sang for us again? Oh, my God. Well, I know. The sad thing is there's a chance, right? Like, will she ever sound like this? No, I don't think so. Let it shatter the I don't Probably think so. Not. Unless Beautiful. they're able to, like, yeah. So it's nice to see her out and about, though. 
Because we were really worried for Slynn there for a while. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. 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 All right. I want to ask you guys um, this question. So I'm not sure if Crash was doing it the other day just to annoy me to no end. Oh, God. Um, or if this is his new way of eating. Oh, God. We were eating dinner the other night and Crash cut everything into baby bite sizes. <laughs> what were you? Hold on. What were you eating? <laughs> what were you cutting? Um, potatoes. I had potatoes. Yeah, yeah. little, uh, like, little, yeah, little potatoes. They were already cubed. Yeah, oh, they were, well, they were no. like they were sliced. They were sliced. Yeah, like fries. No, <laughs> like you know when you get a potato slice. Oh, yeah. I got you. That yeah, one. yeah. You're cutting those. Yeah, like into, a like a scallop shape. <clears throat> You're doing a scallop potato. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he was cutting like them discs, like coins, into little baby, <laughs> little baby squares, uh-huh. and then eating them. Is this part of your value thing? Do you feel like you're getting more potato, more bites? <laughs> and I had a piece of chicken too that I was cutting. Yeah, into and he also did it with bites. chicken. So we, I didn't speak. I didn't say a word to him for like I 15 minutes. Don't and I just give him the, he just wants nope, attention. I, he's just looking yeah, for my don't attention. Give him what he wants. So, I, I knew it was graining on. Her. So I didn't say anything, but I think he could see the steam like starting to come out of my ears as I just watched him be like, and then cut them and then take little bites. Where he was like. <laughs> she was going mad beside me. I didn't want to say a word. I didn't, Gingy. I didn't want to say a word. Don't give it to him. I wanted to pretend, and then eventually, I had I blew up. Uh-huh. I'm like, what the hell are you it doing? Was too much. It was too much. Why is it too much? Just let me eat the way I eat. Were you? <laughs> you don't eat like that. Were you cutting it all up first, like you would a toddler's pancakes, or are you just biting each? Uh, some of it, I was like dicing it all up, and I had uh-huh. a little pile of little bites, and then I would go to grab one of the little bites, and I'd be like, oh, too big, and cut that little bite in half again. Yeah. And then hold it up and inspect, and then be like, yeah. <laughs> Were you trying to get Mars, or is this a legit new technique? No, he was trying to. Yeah, was, he was trying to annoy was, me to no end. To get Mars. Yeah, and yeah. Um, Mars wasn't going to give him the satisfaction. So I think you ate like that for what, like at least twenty-one minutes. Oh yeah, it took a while. Took the bait. Yeah. yeah. It took a while to eat that. (laughs) (laughs) And I was trying to shovel mine in my face so much so I could just get up and leave and leave him with his little like baby bites. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, that got me thinking. um, First of all, uh, Crash did that on purpose to annoy me to no end. Uh Little tiny. It's Ginge. Even your baby ate bigger chunks. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, they did. Honestly, they did. Mm. I want to know from you guys this morning. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. I want to talk about um, an annoying eater. And do you know anybody who will slice it up into little tiny baby bites? Mm -hmm. And does it drive you nuts to no end? Like, if I went on a first date with you, and you were cutting your food like that, mm-hmm. I think you were a psycho. Really? Yes. You're talking about someone who just eats wrong. Yeah. Like they eat wrong. Like fork and knife's a burger. Like, if you're just, like, palming your fork and knife. You're like just, just doing it wrong. Like, you, you pick a burger up. Yeah. You don't cut a burger. I was watching a YouTube girl, a YouTube girly go out for dinner and, like, or lunch in LA. Oh, she's a disaster. And the way she used her fork, I unfollowed her. What's her <laughs> technique? It's this... Grab on. Just this. Like, just like. And then. Squeeze like, it in your fist. Yeah, squeeze it in your fist. And then you have your fork and knife like this. And you're just like. Yeah. Chug, 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 and wow. then you scoop like this. And then your palm is up facing oh. the ceiling. And you shovel it in your mouth. She was wild. Wow. And she was eating slow. And she mm. was like, oh my God, I love LA so much. <laughs> Unfollow. Unfollow. <laughs> Unfollow. I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And then I. So I. That was the reason I think why Crash ate like that. Because I told Crash I was not watching this girly anymore. And then. Um, and then you decided to eat like that. 
<laughs> it would be weird because yes, I don't actually eat like that. But it would be weird, I guess, if I uh, if I just met someone for the first time, went out, and they're cutting their food in tiny little bite sized pieces. It would weird me out. Yes. Any additional any additional cuttings always upsetting. Like if you get served uh, some potatoes, like some little roasties. Yeah. That are like already bite sized. Like you don't need to cut. And them. You've deemed them too big. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't want to hear. I don't. The cutting sounds an unpleasant sound. <laughs> yes, it is. Especially some people cut wrong too. Yeah. Like yeah. even a steak where you need to cut. Yeah. Like going too hard. Oh yeah, yeah. You're really giving it. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. All right. Do you live with or someone said that their father-in-law eats like that? The little bites cuts everything into the smallest little baby bite. Hmm. Why? Like uh, yeah, are people legit doing that? Oh, look um, at the app. Look at the app. You freaks. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh There's some food that doesn't require a knife and fork that people are eating it with. Yeah. I, I will say um, a burger, sometimes I don't feel like a lot of bu- don't. I don't feel like a lot of bun, so I flip the top bun off, and then I will eat the burger with a fork and knife. Oh. And keep just the bottom oh. bun. What? I just don't. Sometimes I don't. He doesn't wanna, want the bread. I don't want to touch the food. He either. doesn't want to touch a burger. it. Yeah, yeah, but I want the burger. No, I want the fixings. No, no. <laughs> you guys, this text here five six seven eight nine says, "Please keep me anonymous." It's not an adult, but I used to supervise elementary school lunchrooms. Mm-hmm. The baby bites this one little girl took eating a cheese string would send me into an internal rage. Oh, she She's was like, like tiny little pieces. <laughs> Kids will turn a cheese string into an afternoon. <laughs> Because you can pull it and you pull like imagine like a, a tiny thread. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Finish your cheese string. <laughs> Just eat it. Hope, hope, hope. The baby bites. Oh. Little baby bites. Mm. All right. An annoying eater. Maybe it was a first date. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's somebody that you live with. Maybe it's somebody that you work with. Maybe um, you're married to somebody like Crash who thinks it's hilarious. To drive me into a rage over dinner. <laughs> the little bites shouldn't irritate you. The little, oh my God. And the ginger, he kept, he would look at me. Mm-hmm. So he would cut it and then he'd be like. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I mean, even there's a yeah. little bit of sour cream too. So I do a light little dip. Light little dip. <laughs> and they were like small. Like they were like, oh, yeah. they were like, Michael. Yeah, oh God, yeah. I could have killed him. Mm. All right. If you live with an annoying eater, let us know. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Uh, apparently, uh, I irritated uh, Mars. Yeah, you did it on purpose. You did it to get under my skin. I was cutting my food into very, very, very small pieces. We were sitting having dinner at home. Slowly eating it. Yeah, And slowly. she didn't like that. No. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> it was a gag, though. Yeah, it was a gag, I, I don't yeah. do this, but there's a lot of stories coming in where people actually do that. He was and trying to make me laugh or make me mad, and it made me mad. Just a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, your burger behavior, though, is intentional. Crash that will one take is. the top bun off and then fork and knife his burger. Sometimes it's just too much bun. Is it? It is. Actually, that's how I ate a burger uh, last night. Yeah, you did. I flipped the top bun off. I'm like, too much bun. I don't need that bun. I so, just need the patty and the fixings. You don't need... It's the bread, isn't it? Well, is that what it is? Well, I, I have You're the, having a burger. I have, have bread burger. on the... I still keep the bottom bun. You, you think he's worried about carbs? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's a bun. It's a bun. It, it yeah, but a it, bun. Was, it was just a lot of bread, and I'm like, that's a lot it, of bread. It's not enough bread if you're just doing the top. Just would, doing the yeah. bottom. It works fine when you're using a fork and knife, and then mm. just like pull it up, and you're like, perfect. Mm. So whether they were doing it on purpose, like Crash was, I think he was trying to break me, and I wasn't letting mm. him break me. So I let him eat like that for about 20 minutes. 
until I lost my mind. <laughs> um, Andrew at 56789 says, there used to be a woman in our friend group that would eat fries one at a time, six bites for fry. Six bites. Like, like, so little baby a, bites. If it's a long crinkle, it's it got a lot of bites. It would stress me out so much that I ended up having to skip dinners when I knew she was going to be there. Couldn't uh. handle it. Because well, you, you want to finish at the same time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. You can't you have do. slow fry Fanny bringing the whole table down. And also you can't take fries go in mouth. Not like... That's like a little bite, not like a little. Well, yeah, but some people actually nibble. want to savor their food and not just shove yeah, fries in their mouth. Little baby nibble bites. One fry at a time, honestly, seems a little light. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yes. Uh, uh, Colleen, how you doing? Hey, good. Thanks. Good. Good. Hi. Um, are you the weird eater? <laughs> well, I never saw it as weird because it's always something I've always done is, you know, you cut up your meat or your food uh, before you eat it. And then you don't have to worry about cutting it later. Oh, you pre-cut it? Always. So, so like, if it's at the counter, like, you put it on the plate, you'll pre-cut it. Are you cutting, like, tiny little cubes? Pretty tiny, so I don't have to worry about bringing my knife with me to the table or the TV or whatever. <laughs> what the hell is happening in this phone call? Yes, So yes. you stand at your counter and you cut up all your food like you're going to serve your four-year-old. And then you bring yes. it and then you sit down and you eat it because you don't want to walk with a knife. Well, no, it's not that I want to walk with a knife. It's just I, I don't have to worry about cutting it later. Yeah, it's one less thing to do. Eating. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, now you can easier. Yeah, you pull up a seat on the couch and throw the TV on and good to go. You only need one one cutlery, one uh, fork. What are you cutting yeah. up? Like carrots? Steak. Oh, you mean just everything else? Probably, mainly just meat. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because if it's tough and you can't like bite, you know, two off big pieces or whatever, might as well just cut it in small pieces and get it over with. Sure. Someone's like tearing the meat like... Sometimes it's intense. All right. Some cuts of meats nowadays are terrible. <laughs> I get it, Colleen. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Thanks for sharing that. Thanks, Colleen. Thank you. Okay. Bye bye. I, I can't get over Colleen not wanting to haul a knife. Like she's a Sherpa climbing Everest. I know, like it's right? too much. It's too much weight. Yeah, but when you're doing some knife <laughs> work on light. When you're doing knife work on the couch, it sucks. So I get it. Well, let's sit at a table. I feel like uh. the longer you keep it whole, the fresher it stays too. What's yeah, all cut up? I agree. Air is attacking from all sides. The juices are leaking yes! out of it. It's pandemonium. Just get to it quick. That's the first thing you eat on your plate then. This text here, 56789, says, um, please keep me anonymous. The way my husband butters toast pisses me off to no end. <clears throat> he takes the least amount of butter oh, here we go. and then scrapes the living hell out of his dry ass <laughs> toast. I just hear scrape, 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 scrape. So he doesn't get too much butter on his toast. Yeah, you don't it's need the that least butter. amount possible. This is also how crash butters toast. Well, you don't need crazy amounts of butter yes, on the toast. Do. Sort of, yeah. It I should want be it dripping. sagging in the middle, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> You're just basically scraping dry toast yeah I take a little tiny like shave of butter on the butter knife and then just smear it you, you can make it work on toast scrape 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 oh. scrape <laughs> have you had do you like toast and butter I do I don't think you do <laughs> <laughs> but you just do have you had it like with a normal amount of butter like a Marzi amount of butter? Oh, I would never. A reasonable amount of butter? I don't want it dripping down my wrist. Have you had it like that? Yeah, have you had it like that? I have, and it was a disaster. I was like, who did this? <laughs> no, that's not true. That's um, not true. <laughs> Brittany, how you doing? I'm good. How are you guys? Good, Hi. good. Uh, your wife, she's a bit of an irritating eater, right? Yeah, it bothers me a little bit. Why? What does she get quite up to? The opposite of, quite the opposite of picking up, uh, like, the small pieces. She'll eat 
for me, regardless of what it is, steak pork chops. So just stab the fork into it and just eat it. Oh my god! So she like stabs her fork into the entire piece of meat and then lifts it to her mouth and tears off of it. Yep. There's no cutting. Does she only do this at home, or will she do this in a restaurant? No, she'll only do it at home. Okay, so she knows it's somewhat wrong, but yet she does it. Her her reasoning is that that's the way we're apparently supposed to eat meat. No, she's what? wrong. <laughs> Absolutely not. Under no circumstances. No, 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 no. And, and like, do you do you think she's doing it to irritate you? Like how I was cutting little little pieces from ours. No, I don't think she's doing it to irritate me. Just, she used to have braces, so I think she's used to eating a certain way. Oh, okay. And then just, yeah, this is just how she eats. Is it just with meat, or will she pick up, like, a big potato and just, like, chomp it back? Um, I mean, kind of. Okay. No, she goes full Encino Man on steak. She does. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Wow. All right. Okay, thanks, Brittany. Good luck, Brittany. I don't even know. <laughs> All right, Kate, bye. Bye. So yeah, just like a <laughs> like the entire steak on one on the end of your fork, and then you just tear at it with your teeth. You could hear it in Brittany's voice the nervous laughter. She realized that as she was telling us she's chosen poorly. <laughs> oh, that she relationship knew. needs to end today. Uh, today, I agree. It might. <laughs> uh, Jason in Westmount at five six seven eight nine said, "My um, my girlfriend and a buddy." Who ate so slow you literally aged waiting for him. It was ridiculous. One pee at a time. One pee. One thing on his plate at a time. It was like watching paint dry. Whenever we went out to eat as a group, I just dreaded having to sit there and get a year older while this guy freaking ate. And you'd be scanning the menu for like, you know, make sure there wasn't like rice. <laughs> You're like, please no. One grain. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's like, I'll do a quinoa bowl. You're like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Gotta go put more money in the meter. <laughs> uh, Brett says, my girlfriend always leaves a little bit of her drink left. Like it's one swallow. Finish your drink. She That's the leaves. issue? A little, yeah. yeah, but if you had ice in there, then it's watered down. He didn't say anything about ice. Oh. It's just like a little like uh, centimeter and a half of milk. I do that with beer because it's like piss warm at the bottom. Yeah, some of you are just hate your partners and you're stretching. <laughs> <laughs> the way they yeah. blink. <laughs> oh my God. Blink faster. Come on. <laughs> um, Maria, how you doing? Good, how are you guys? Good, good. Uh, you ended up dating a guy who uh, you, you surprised you by cutting his food weird, right? <laughs> It was one date. It was back in the days where they had telephone dating sure. before internet. Yeah, yeah this was yeah, like yeah. early 90s. So, uh, yep, I agreed to meet him at uh, BP's and he ordered like a steak sandwich. Yeah. He cut every individual piece and maybe not as small as you did, but he cut it like the size of like what two or three year old would eat. <laughs> and he would only salt every individual piece and that was oh. in his mouth so I, I legit couldn't even really use the salt shaker because he kept, kept it in his hand and then when I asked him why are you doing that he's like well because I like them all flavored individually and he goes and if I try to salt at all some of them will miss it I just oh. was baffled yeah so anyway that was the first and last time I'd seen that guy <laughs> you're like I can't I just so can't do this little tiny pieces like, and then like salt 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 yeah and then, yeah yeah every individual piece like I, I am fairly certain in the next 10 years I'll see a Netflix special with him as the yeah. star <laughs> some, people, some people choose to individually catch up fries is that a problem no that's different I that's agree different that is different but, oh. 
this is different. Like, it's, mm. I don't know. It's, I, how many people would actually hold the salt shaker and just individually and... It was just odd. It was the most <laughs> thing I'd ever seen. Just the tiny baby bites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get out of here. All right. Okay. Thanks, Maria. Thanks, Maria. <laughs> Good one. Okay. Bye bye. Because some people would do that. Like if you got the squirt bottle with the ketchup, right? And you go, yeah. Out each fry. Each fry. No, you make a little pool on the side of your plate, mm. and you dip from that. Wrong. I agree. I don't eat Wrong. ketchup, but that's ketchup all over your fries. Or that too. But yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. You get sure. messy fingers. It's the best part to eat them. Oh, I would. I would old. never do that. Yeah. <laughs> Amy at five six seven eight nine says my father in law's new wife eats this way, um, and I can't stand it. Bringing their fork or spoon to their mouth. She brings her tongue out to meet the fork or the spoon <laughs> and then pulls the utensil into her mouth. Kind of like one of these. Yeah. Like, her, like she can't wait guiding it in. Yeah. It drives all of us absolutely insane. Anytime they offer to take us out for a meal, even though we know he'd be paying, we don't go because we can't stand watching her eat. Keep your tongue in your mouth. It doesn't need a conveyor belt to bring it all in. Like I think her, I think her tongue is just so excited for the food. I know why dad married her now. <laughs> the new wife. Old wife didn't have that tongue actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that tongue stayed in her mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh man. Uh, one more on this. Sandra's hanging on. How you doing? Good. How are you guys? Good, good. good. Uh, your other half, uh, he's a weird food eater, right? Yeah, drives me nuts. Oh. <laughs> what, what is he getting yeah, up so to? Well, he grabs his fork and stuff like a toddler. He has the toddler grip. Oh, right? just like so in the palm. Full palm. Yeah. And that drives me nuts. And then he'll only usually order like a tender chicken tender things or a burger. Well, when he orders a burger, he takes it apart and eats it with a fork and knife. <gasps> oh, yeah. Uh, Crash does Sometimes that. Sometimes you got to do like, that. <laughs> well, no, but then it's like, but the poor burger didn't get to live its dream of just, you need every flavor and every bite. Now you've got half of this and half of that and it doesn't all come together. You're right, you're right, Sandra. I like how you're putting feelings on the burger. It's true. When, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's full potential right there and you're destroying it. So yeah, yeah. What's with the fork holding? Like, how does he hold a pen? Like, don't, like, don't you, like... Oh, good question. I haven't checked that out. Yeah, like, does he write, like, just like... Oh, yeah, I guess, yeah, because... Yeah, you Yeah, you should hold a fork like how you hold a pen. Yeah, right? Like, so, right. Is, like, is Kinda. he writing like it's, uh, like, with a fist? I don't fist know. I'll have just... to check that out. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> no, see, now that's going to drive me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. Off to Drumheller, we're going to go where an investigation of a drone that was found crashed near the Drumheller Institution has now led to the arrest of two people and RCMP laying some drug-related charges. Oh, drug drone. Drug drone. Mm. On September 27th, Drumheller RCMP started the investigation. Uh, apparently, a drone tried to go into um, the institution. And uh, yeah, it had drugs attached to it. Oh, yeah. I wonder uh, how many drugs can the drone hold? Like, how much weight? That's a great question. I have no idea. Like, I've never hung anything off my drone. How much drugs could a dr- drug drone drag? Yeah. Because yeah. what's the weight limit on your drone? How much cargo can that I thing? I don't know. I've never, payload? Yeah, I've never hung anything off of it. Maybe I should try near a penitentiary. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> See how well that officer. goes. Yeah. A little well, bit busting. <laughs> this drone was able to take 295 grams of methamphetamine and 233 tablets of fentanyl. So that's what the that's what was attached to the drone. John McConnell, who is forty one, and Haley Morrison, thirty, are in a lot of problems. They they've been busted. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Uh, Drones are also very loud. I don't know why people feel that they can drone 
stuff over a prison wall. Well, I think it's quick. You fly it, like, get it there, grab it, and fly out. A drone can usually carry about half its weight. Oh, okay. Okay. So if they're going to drone Amazon packages, they're giant drones. Is that what you're telling oh, me? Oh, yeah. Those are big boys. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I wonder how they, how do they organize the drone drop? Because is the drone flying and landing in the penitentiary? Or is it releasing its cargo and then droning away? I'm going to say it drops it in a corner of the, the yard. But what and if, then people run out and grab it. Is there like inmate code? Because if I see a drone drop... Yeah, someone's probably on a burner phone inside. Yeah, but there's people loose in the yard. You know what I mean? You don't you don't have the you don't you don't have the yard to yourself. Yeah. Right. It's general pop, baby. It's gotta be like timed. Yeah, but if you got like Snake and the Boys in the corner, uh-huh. like that's the area. You Snake and the Boys make sure everyone else is away from that area. Good point. That's the drop zone. But yeah. if someone if I stumble upon a drone dropped package. Oh, I wouldn't. Do, if I it not? wasn't for you, don't you touch don't it. touch it? You that's do not saying, touch it. There is code. There's all Oh, honor. I think so, yeah. This text here, 5679, says, how many drugs could a drug drone drag if a drug drone could drag drugs? Mm-hmm. A drug drone would drag any drugs it could drag. If a drag drone could drag drugs. There yep. you go. Mm-hmm. That's good. Someone said you could be giving it to the guards, too. Well, the well, guards the can get it on the outside. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I yeah, guess they could just bring it in. Guards drugs yeah. on the inside. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, you never know. You see Snake and the boys hanging out with... <sighs> Anyway, you know uh, some mm-hmm. uh, well, nonetheless they were busted mm-hmm. all right you've heard of a party bus but how about a party train now here in edmonton when we launched the new leg of the lrt we played the audio for you yesterday it was quite a party uh with like cake signs people cheering as they yeah. went from millwoods to downtown train enthusiasts well on friday night a bc-based dj transformed a metro vancouver SkyTrain into a crowded nightclub oh who was it? You guys will know this name. Juno award-winning Felix Cartel. Ooh, Felix Cartel. Apparently, he is known for throwing pop-up parties where he'll give impromptu performances on places like beaches, revealing the event's location for those in the know only a few hours in advance. And on Friday, he did just that, saying, if you live in, one, if you live in Vancouver, we're going to try a pop-up tonight that's going to be a little bit different. He then invited followers to text TRAIN to a phone number, and they would receive a text with a secret location and a secret starting time. That is fun. A few hours later, partygoers packed a SkyTrain car to the brim, and he was there with his turntables, and he put on a party. Oh, is this Felix Cartel? Yeah, it's a big hit from Felix Cartel. Oh, oh yeah, this train would have been wild. <laughs> yeah, what a crazy song. Um, I didn't think Felix Cartel was like a big like party. Well, I think he's more DJ. of a DJ. He's playing SkyTrains. I don't think he's... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, was what the was his biggest song? Was the city of Vancouver? It was in that on cover this? that we played. The which? Like, was this sanctioned? I'm going to say the city was in on it. I would imagine he's got a full like. He's got the turntables. Oh yeah, he's got Looks everything like he's got set lights. up. But yeah. some poor sap was just trying to get home this day, right? That's true. Yes. Yeah, it's not like the train was deemed party train. Yeah. However, though Translink, they're responsible for the Vancouver uh-huh. SkyTrain, said for its part, it discourages raves on public transit. Oh, so it wasn't sanctioned. Saying, "quote We appreciate the desire for a spontaneous event which brings people together on transit. However, we don't condone or encourage such behaviors as these t- type of events interfere with our ability to safely and." reliably offer transit service to all of our customers. Yeah, so they frown upon it, but they're not stopping it. Okay, once again, this is his song. This is the one you would know. Oh, man. <laughs> I've got... Hold on. Like, does Felix Cartel do, like, club? 
I doubt he was playing his own stuff, right? I have Instagram. I don't know if anybody swears. Do you want to hear what it actually yeah, sounded yes. like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buttons, yeah, All right, you got it here. Have a listen. Oh, that's a packed sky train. Oh, my God. Someone's got to take over our LRT. We have cake and signs. Yeah, step it up. There's Felix. Yeah, so there it is. Hmm. That's but on his Instagram. On the overhead, like, is the PA still doing next stop? King Edward. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. It would have been a good time. It was a packed sky train. Mm-hmm. But you're right. Some poor sap's just trying to get home. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Friggin' Sky Train, friggin' three dollars a trip, friggin' Felix Cartel. <laughs> oh boy! All right, imagine going out. Um, I don't know to a very, a very popular paparazzi place, uh, and you go and you hang out there to see if you see some of your greatest stars, only for one of them to call you a bitch. Oh my god! Well, this happened. We all know that Jennifer Lopez is married to Ben Affleck, and she wants all the other ladies who might have eyes for him to know it. Um, apparently, uh, her and Ben went to a place called the Ivy and the Ivy is known in LA to be the place where celebrities go if they want their photo taken. Gotcha. Like you go there on purpose. Mm -hmm. So her and Ben went there to be photographed. Yeah. Apparently, um, while they were leaving dinner, a group of women in another car happened to be driving by and they saw Ben. And so they did a good old fashioned like, woo, Ben! Hey ben. Oh, yeah. And they were cheering for Ben, in which JLo then yelled, quote, back up, bitch, oh. as they drove oh. by. <laughs> like legit? Uh, I've got the video here. Or is she trying to be funny? I I don't, I don't know. Hmm. Well, let's listen to her That's tone. Let's You'll know by the tone. Oh, yeah. I just don't know if there's any other swearing, so have that dump button ready. There's the paparazzi. (laughs) (laughs) They're getting in their cars. Like J-Lo and Ben Affleck? Yeah, they're getting in, yeah. (laughs) Car rolls by... Did you hear it? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they're laughing. Yeah, I think it's funny. That's the valet laughing. Hmm. What well, JLo's tone sounds like it's fun. Yeah, she's JLo. What's she got to worry about? Yeah. Well, you're right. She is JLo. What, what are you yeah. yelling at people for? Yeah, she's fine. Yeah. Ben never does seem happy, though, so maybe she is worried about him leaving. Well, I, <laughs> I could not love Ben Affleck uh, and this uh, those two together more. I'm so happy they're back together. Wait, it's a, the weirdest couple ever. Because we get the sad Ben memes. Yeah, yeah. He's like, we do. He's like, oh, my God. Uh-huh. Well, she would be a lot. Yeah, and okay. also... Um, Worth it, but a lot. Ben doesn't want to go to the Ivy. Like, oh, that's the I restaurant where celebrities go yeah. to be photographed. You I, go there to be packed. I don't think Ben wants to do anything. Yeah, Ben wants to put on Celtics games, smoke about, I don't know, 800 cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. And do some gambling Pass out on the couch yeah, yeah, yeah that's right And maybe yeah Do some online gambling Sure yeah That's what he, he doesn't want to be Going to the Ivy With Jennifer Lopez mm. Yeah he doesn't want to be seen He doesn't need to be Out and about No he doesn't mm. He doesn't care No Poor guy So nonetheless The video is out, out there If you do mm-hmm. want to check it out This uh, this story kind of Made me sad at first When I read it And then I felt happy At the end of it um, All's wool That ends wool For Fiona Fiona is a sheep that for years was considered Britain's loneliest sheep. Aww. A bit of a loser. Mm. And here's why. The sheep had been stranded at the base of some cliffs. 
in the Scottish Highlands for two years because it was too dangerous for anybody to go down and get her. Her ordeal came to an end on Saturday after a rescue operation was carried out by a team of local farmers. Apparently, um, they said that they had never worked with a sheep that was as calm as Fiona. It looks like she just wanted to be rescued. They also said, quote, she essentially had unlimited grass to eat for two years. And they also said that in the sheep world that they would describe her as, quote, fat. Mm. Poor thing. Those aren't our words. That's what sheep say. Uh, We think she looks great. They also went on to say, quote, I'm not sure if you're allowed to say that to sheep these days, but she didn't seem too offended when we told her she was fat. Now, Fiona's ordeal began two years ago when she was sighted trapped at the base of a steep cliff. An online petition was started to rescue her and calls for an expedited rescue came last month after a kayaker photographed her still trapped in the same spot. So they left her there for two years. Oh, my God. Poor Fiona. How did Fiona get down there? She fall? Probably I don't fell. Know. I'm gonna guess there's so much fur or she, hair or whatever it is. Uh, it probably stopped like her getting injured. Is she as dumb as she is fat? Which is very. I mean, it's possible. As we found out. Yeah. Apparently, Fiona appeared unable to move off the base of the cliff. She was surrounded by steep rock on one side, water on the other. So it's like she was on just like a little patch of grass. Mm-hmm. They said it was heart rendering. They said they thought maybe she'd make it back up the cliff in the first year, but she didn't. So she decided just to stay there. Now, the rescue was deemed too risky for humans. And all of a sudden, farmers said, no, we're going to take this into our own hands. So they decided to devise their own rescue mission. Now, they teamed up with a whole bunch of other people. Two members of the rescue crew stayed on top of the cliff to operate a winch, while other three others were lowered down 250 meters to where Fiona was trapped. And then they were able to harness her up and lift her out. Did they shave her down? They did. Yeah, yeah, they did. They shaved her down. Oh, oh my God. Look at all that fur. Oh my God. Yeah. That's how much fur they took off? Well, two For years wool, she was down there. Oh my God. But she's actually not fat. She's just so fluffy. They said she had unlimited grass down there. Yeah, like, unlimited Fiona grass. Out? Well, yeah, I think Fiona wanted to be with other sheep. Yeah, do you... Some people enjoy being at a buffet. It's like yanking them out of there. Yeah. Uh, Ginge did post a picture of the huge Scottish crowd calling for her rescue. There's um, six people there. Yeah. Oh. And I think they're they're not mad that Fiona's isolated. I think they're worried that they're bringing her into the fun farm. Yeah. Oh, right. Tasty Fiona. Mm, Right. I think they're worried about it. Um, She is not going to the fun farm. She is, in fact, going to a sheep sanctuary. Sanctuary? Yeah. Oh. So she's going to live out. No, she's not going to be eaten. Nobody's eating Mm. her. Sanctuary sheep taste the best. No, Haley, no (laughs) one's eating her. It's called guilt free eating. Oh, God. They're so tender from not being stressed. Yeah, once their guard's down, really tender. (laughs) Yum. (laughs) No, it's a a farm. It's a rescue farm. Farm up north. Yeah, wink. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, We all heard that before. Poor Fiona. Well, Mm -hmm. someone must have owned Fiona, right? She wasn't just a wild sheep. I would imagine so. They don't have wild sheep, no? Well, I guess if it got trapped in a certain area, it was probably... Maybe it was owned at one point and then gone. <laughs> this text here says, Dear God, I got in my truck and I thought you were talking about a human woman named Fiona who was trapped on a cliff for two years. <laughs> and then I thought, wow, Ginge, calling her fat. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We're like, well, Fiona had a lot to eat on that. Fiona <laughs> 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 was fat. <laughs> I've got, if, you, if you scroll down, there's a pre- before she got sheared, there's... A full Fiona. Yeah, there's a full Fiona. And it's funny because Fiona's not fat. She just has so much wool on her. I've also yeah. got cave Fiona. She looks sort of metal in the the rocky caves. 
Oh, you oh. got her. You, you got had her. You had her on the cliff yeah. there. Yeah, in the wild there. Yeah, yeah. This text here five six seven eight nine says restaurant equals sanctuary. No, she's not going to for to slaughter. That's she's, my sanctuary. Yeah. No. Sanctuary in the bottom of my stomach. Mm. Oh, that's mm. cave Fiona. Yeah, oh. right. She looks like she got wise. <laughs> See, like I would eat sanctuary Fiona over cave Fiona. Why? Yeah. Any day. Well, it's just look at it. The meals as much visual as it is taste Mars. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Also, yeah, we don't know if she was unhappy there. Some animals crave isolation, like uh, elephants. Oh yeah, sure, yeah, yeah you bet. <laughs> they, pack, love they love it. They pack love animals. They love it. Right. Yeah. They yeah. love. Love yeah, it. Just cage them up. <laughs> All right, I know that Halloween has come and gone, but I do have one last Halloween story here for you guys. I'm not sure why it's just getting news now, but it is. A lot of people complain about prices at the grocery store. So what would you do if your child's trick-or-treating loot included practical stuff like a dozen eggs or a oh pack God. of bacon? Hmm. Would oh, you enjoy that? That sounds amazing. That'd be handy. Dollars, yeah. Well, a man in Massachusetts named Michael Murata handed out rotisserie chickens <gasps> to trick-or-treaters who stopped by his house. Wow. It's expensive. And that doesn't transport well. He bought the like chicken at Market Basket, which is a grocery chain in the Northeast. He said he offered the kids a full rotisserie chicken or a full-size candy bar they got to choose. And out of the 20 trick-or-treaters who he had in his house, only two took him up on the chicken. <laughs> only two? Well, now, because the parent was there. How many be chickens like, did it. he have? Uh, he had a lot. Michael said that it was, quote, his lifelong dream to hand out rotisserie chickens. Weird dream. Aim higher (laughs) and to post about it on social media. He said, quote, it was a success. I hooked up a few appreciative dads and a kid in a Ravenclaw robe said no. Typical. Hmm. Um, Yeah, that's that would be the weirdest. You can't have something cooked like that that you're handing out. Well, these ones are wrapped well. They're from the. Oh, I'm picturing the plastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Someone said, is he made of money? Yeah, I know, right? He did only get 20 kids. How much are they? Looks like four ninety nine. That's, well, that's a good cheap. deal. Lots of states. Wow. Also, if you're ha- if this is the last house of the night, sure, maybe your rotisserie chicken's a great choice. But if this is like early on in your trick-or-treating adventure, no, yeah, you yeah. don't want to carry that. chicken. No, no you can't. Mm-hmm. And it's going to taint the smell of the whole bag. Mm-hmm. It is. Oh. I bet you his little foyer there smelled amazing. Yeah. God. Just open up the door. All you can smell is rotisserie chickens. Why are those chickens oh. so good? I don't know. They are, though. They smell good, too. The only thing is, though, is I don't like putting them in my car. Why? Oh, I love because they them smell in my car. it. They well, smell it in my car. Put them in the trunk. Oh, yeah. even if it's in the trunk, oh, yeah. the AC runs and you can just smell <laughs> chicken in your car. Mm. It's the longest drive home ever. <laughs> it's a great smell. You want that in the cab. Oh, then it stays. So good. Oh, yeah. I could go for one right now. How are your kids doing little, on their candy? Have a little road chicken. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're whittling away. Yeah, still a lot of it left? A fair bit. Mm. I'm doing my part too. Are you? I love just having like bags of candy around the house. It's <laughs> the best time. <laughs> Everyone's just so happy. Yeah. It's true. All right, it might seem that a shower is pretty standard and that what you do in there is standard as well. Wash your hair, soap up, shave. But it turns out people are doing much more in the shower than just a simple shampoo. From watching TV and listening to audiobooks and even eating oranges in oranges? the shower. Why oranges? Oranges in the shower is really good. Because they're messy and I guess you can just let them go. Plus the steam kind of just brings oh, the smell a, of the citrus. citrus. Okay. Oh, okay. It's really good. Eat an orange in the in the shower. Never I've thought of doing that. Never done that. Are you <laughs> peeling it in the shower? Yep. You got peel in there? Yeah, you just put it on the floor. Put you it on pick the it up floor? When you're done. It's just... Like throw your peels on the floor? Yeah, you just pick them up when you're done. Hmm. They're not going anywhere. I guess. Like, just yes. don't flip on them. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, okay. Uh, well, it might be no surprise then that people have some unique routines when it comes to the shower. And if you've got a unique routine, shoot us a text at 56789. Uh, let us know some of the weirder things that you've done in there. Mm. It's going to be no surprise. 80% of women in the study said that they shave their legs in the shower. Yep. 18% of men said that they shave their legs in the shower. 8% reports that they shave them at least once a week. And nearly a quarter, almost uh, 23%. Of respondents said that they brush their teeth while showering. Yeah, I've been oh, running I've late. Yeah. Two birds. Mm-hmm. You're running late. Yeah. Other cleaning tasks have also made their way into this space. Twenty percent said they clean their shower as they use it. That's not a bad idea. I knew uh, some friends of mine had uh, one of those little shower cleaners in the shower. Yeah, yeah. So when they wrapped up, they would just give it a quick wipe down before they turned the shower yeah. off. Yeah, we got the squeegee. Yeah, yeah, for the glass door, sure. You don't want it to be a chore though. Your shower, right? But and can you stand in the cleaner? Like if you're using scrubbing bubbles after your shower? I don't see why not. Well, I can see why not. <laughs> the little, the little symbols yeah, of the scrubbing bubbles. Like you don't want that on your skin. <laughs> That's a great reason why not. But it's diluted, no? Twenty percent of people also said they'll bring a magic eraser into their shower and just quickly wipe the walls down while they're in there. That's not mm. a bad idea. That's a good idea. No, that's work. No, no. It's yeah, a I would change. It's a chore. Yeah, but when you're sitting there for a bit. Yeah, that's like a weekend shower where you then, have the time. Yeah, and then you're like, yeah, the shower's already been running for like ten minutes. You're like, yeah, I can give it a little scrub. Oh, sure, bring some dishes in. <laughs> sure. Might as well. Right. Well, a lot of people say. Um, <laughs> surprising amount. Uh, 15% said that they will wash their dishes in the shower and 11% said they will hand wash clothing in the shower. You're in there anyways. These are crash people because that is water you're wasting. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, look how much you can get done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Some other odd things that people say that they do in the shower uh, is watching television. I guess Mm. you just like put your put your laptop or something nearby on your phone. Listening to an audiobook, which isn't weird if you've got a speaker in your shower. Mm-hmm. Use a smartphone while in the shower. I mean, it's waterproof, so I guess why not? Yeah. Stephanie says, every shower includes the Crash and Mars show or a podcast. Oh, wonderful. Y'all be showering with me every time. Yay. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. And 15% of people said that they will shower with their dogs if they have to. No. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which we talked no. about the other day, mm-hmm. and no. Haley said no. They get their own bath. They don't need to see me naked. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Telling all the dog friends everything they saw. I don't need the neighborhood dogs to know what I look like in the shower. Mm-hmm. Oh, my rod. <laughs> uh, this text here says, I sit down in the shower 90% of the time. I wash my hair while shitting. <laughs> I wash my hair while sitting, and I only stand to wash my body. Oh, you just sit in the shower? So they oh, sit, like, you it's a tub part? In the shower. I feel like I feel like I'm drowning. Oh, like if you're just sitting in the tub. I've sat in it, like uh, before we had a pinch. I've sat in the tub. Just go full usually feel a, on the floor. Yeah, usually it's a hungover morning, mind you. Yeah, it's a sad sit. It is. It is a sad sit. Yeah, or yeah. if like you lay down in the shower, that's oh, sad You're not too. doing great if you're no. laying no. down in the shower. <laughs> you're you're right. usually crying. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, the, the, the water from the shower can mask your tears. Yeah. <laughs> Terry says he takes vinegar in the shower to clean two glass walls. Uh-oh. Oh, just like spray it or something? I don't want to smell like vinegar, though. Yeah, rinse it off quick. Yeah, I do guess. the vinegar and then do eat an orange, and then it'll smell like citrus. Oh my gosh! You're good to go. Someone said they go in with Dawn, like the dish soap, blue yeah. Dawn. They clean the shower with that. Oh, put it on one of those wands with a sponge, and then oh, like the little dish scrubber wands. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, that works. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. And some people are saying that magic erasers are really bad for your skin. Oh, they're so bad for your skin. Well, so don't yeah. take them into the shower. Well, don't you clean the shower, not your skin. Yeah. Well, you're, well, holding, you're holding them. You're supposed to use gloves when you use them. Oh, yeah, really? You are. Yeah. Oh, I've never yeah. used gloves. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
Yeah, you're not supposed to do bare skin on those magic eraser erasers. Hmm. It's bad for you. They're filled with formaldehyde. Mm. Oh. So they do a great job. <laughs> <laughs> they clean like you wouldn't believe yeah, it. Right? It's true. I always wondered what that chemical was leaking up. That's what it is. <laughs> like when they're wet, I'm like, oh, yeah. it's like some white frothy stuff. It's formaldehyde. <laughs> yeah. All right. They say that the average driver will have five flat tires in their lifetime. And while it's easy to call somebody to fix it for you, apparently it's also pretty easy to change your own tire. And I wouldn't know because I've never done it. According to a new poll, 57% of people say that they've changed a tire. Hmm. That seems high. 57%? Have changed a tire? Have changed a tire? Is it low? Yeah, I feel oh, like, that yeah, I feel like even more should have changed a tire. 40% say that they have not. And there are big differences that are based on age, which makes sense, I guess. For example, 63% of people over 45 and older have done it. 78% of men said that they've changed a tire. Only 37% of women said that they've done it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've changed many a tire. Mm-hmm. I've had uh, bad luck with flat tires. Yeah. But now that I'm a married woman... I don't change tires. I know. We were leaving a couple weeks ago, and I text Haley. I'm like, your tire is flat. And she's like, whatever. Hayden will deal with yeah, it. Yeah. He works two <laughs> blocks away from me, so I just give him a call, and he came and changed it for me. I was wearing a really cute light top, and I didn't want to get it dirty. Fair. I've never changed a tire. Mm-hmm. Really? Never in my life. Do you, Do you know want how to? to? No. I have. No. Push comes to shove. Yeah. You're on the side of the highway. Yeah. No one's around. No signal. No signal. No signal. Beep boop. No signal. No signal. Right. There's still stretches. You get too far off the number two. Oh, yeah. You're hooped. Oh, watch right. out. What right. are you going to do? I'm going to sit in my car and wait for somebody to report me missing. What? That's 24 hours. Yeah, that's fine. You're going to wait in your car 24 hours. Yeah, I have Netflix in my car. But, like, let's say you wanted to get out of the situation. Could you? No. Your car doesn't have signal either. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> no. I have no idea. I literally have no idea how to change a tire. And you can't Google it because you can't run a YouTube. I don't think I have a jack in my car. Let's say you got. Let's you say you don't? have the jack. Let's say the jack. Yeah. There. Let's say you got jacks. You got a jack. Tire, you got a tire iron. Yeah, you yeah. got the tire. No. You don't. You don't think you could make it work? What do you think step one is? Jack it up. Nope. Oh. <laughs> You're gonna die out there. <laughs> what is step one? You gotta loosen those lugs. Break it free. Why yeah. don't you listen? Who cares when you loosen the lugs? Well, because you gotta do it jacked up. Why not? Your tire moves. Your tire spins. And the car might move. Yeah. Yeah, that fall off the jack. Because sometimes those are on really tight. So if you're yeah, trying you to loosen them, them yeah. you can wiggle your car off the jack. Mm-hmm. You gotta be careful. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, no, I don't know and I don't care. We need a little life alert button for Mars, yeah. but it's flat tires. Yeah, yeah, just a tire alert. Just sends out a GPS signal of where she's yeah. at. Yeah, it would it would suck if mm-hmm. I didn't have signal or, because mm-hmm. I, I mean, maybe I would, oh, I can't Google it. Someone no. come by. Yeah, yeah. Do yeah, I have maybe. a jack in my car? No. Yeah. Oh, you should. Yeah, there's no jack, no spare tire. Oh. Some white knight had come by. Or black knight. Yeah, so yeah, so I don't even have a spare <laughs> I don't even have a spare tire, so like yeah, whatever. Oh, you just gotta hitch a ride then. Oh no, I'm not hitchhiking. Well, how you getting home? I'm not. I'm waiting for somebody to report me missing. Uh, and then somebody will see that. my car mm-hmm. on the side of the road. Mm. Uh, James, you get your winters on? Oh yeah. Mm. Nice. Uh, also according to this study, um, when people were asked if they thought they were capable of changing a tire, forty nine percent said yes. Another 19% said yes if they could look up how to do it or watch it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And 25% said no, they couldn't do it and they won't do it. That includes 28% of young adults between 18 and 29 who probably don't realize that it isn't difficult. You just have to have all the right tools with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to have a jack, a lug wrench, a spare tire, and a car manual. 
and the will are still. I don't know if you will. necessarily need the manual. Yeah, because yeah. I've never used the manual. Yeah, you don't need the manual. It's it not is, hard. I feel like tires are improving, or maybe just the vehicles I'm driving are. Because I used to change a lot of tires as a young man. Well, I feel like because we we wouldn't buy new tires. No, never. We would buy used ones on Trudy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like whatever you, you can find for dirt cheap. The tires never matched. Yeah. Your transmission's just a screaming because the treads are different. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Maybe tire size is totally different too. Who cares? Yeah. And also, I think like with my car, I need like a... I can't just jack it up, right? Yeah, you can jack it up. Oh. That's what I did when I oh. put your winters on. Oh, okay. Never mind. Invitation <laughs> mode? What are you... Like? <laughs> I don't know. I've got no idea. Uh, so here's what I want to know from you guys. 780-489-4669. Text us if you like as well at 56789. Um, if you didn't know how to change a tire, like you are, Marzi... What did you do if you got a flat? Mm-hmm. And is there anybody listening who didn't have signal? Oh, God. I guess a lot of people, if you get a flat, you got AMA, you got roads, any sort of roadside road assistance. Sure. assistance. Yeah. Which your car comes with, but. Yeah. Not if I you guess can't you call, call anybody. But if you can't call yeah, anybody. You can't call, you're hooped. Has anybody ever been in a situation where you you couldn't call anybody and all of a sudden you had a flat tire? And let's say, even if you could change it, it doesn't always work, right? Well, <laughs> like things can go wrong, right? Your, your spare could be flat. That happens. Uh, that's sure. true. Yeah. That's true. I haven't looked at the spare on my truck. Who knows? Although you could also have this situation. Like, well, you couldn't even get your spare. Yeah, uh, I blew it, uh, my back tire on my avalanche years ago. Too low to get it out. Well, no, it wasn't too low to get it out. It was rusty. It was the bracket that holds the spare tire underneath the box of the truck. It was so corroded and rusted. I couldn't lower it. Oh. I couldn't crank it. And then the crank wire broke, but it was just rusted in. I could not for the life of me get that spare tire off. Yeah. Well, I drove it on the rim. Oh. <laughs> We There's always that option too. Yeah, we drove it on the rim yeah. and then we moved. Oh yeah, I would just drive it until I could get signal. Yeah. Well, I was like a block from where I was, like a parking lot, and then I just ditched it in a parking lot. And then uh, now, family member actually came in, uh, fix it up. Hmm. Yeah, that well, was actually really that was nice really though. nice during the show. Yeah. yeah, solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really nice. And brought my truck back here, and their name was unbelievable. Yeah, it was like ten <laughs> years ago. Beginning of Mav Radio. Unbelievable. Yeah. It worked for uh, 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 Kia like West End. <laughs> 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 it was Ned. It was not Ned. It's a good man. Ned's a great man. Ned's a great guy. Yeah, yeah. Ned is a great just, guy. We, yeah, he wanted to go by Ned. Yeah, of yeah. He wanted to be anonymous. <laughs> he did. He didn't want the fame. Yeah, he didn't yeah. need it. He didn't need we're it. We get a hassle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, this text here five six seven eight nine says I have AMA for a reason. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But these guys are throwing it at me like I have no signal. I guess I could just like walk until I got service. Yeah. Yeah, you can do that too. Right? Yeah. You just do that. Yeah, you're not alone. A lot of people don't know how. But in this climate, these wintry conditions we get. Especially this time of year with yeah. the humid cold. Yeah. <laughs> but where will I be driving that, like, I won't have signal? Like, I'm not in Swan Hills. Hmm. No offense, Swan Hills. I've just heard you don't get great <laughs> wow. signal. Wow. wow. They don't get great signal out there. Uh huh. There's legit spots not too far off the number two. You'll find dead zones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Even driving to a cabin, total dead zone. You're like, oh, my God. You got to make any sort of phone call before you hit a certain point. Otherwise, it's going to drop. This text here, 56789, said, My Mazda 3 had a special key lug nut that you need in order to change the tire. When I got a flat, I didn't have it at the time. Oh, it's supposed to be in the glove box. Those locking lug nuts. Mm -hmm. Um, Is anyone, who's that stopping? Are people stealing tires that often? I had a buddy. All the tires were jacked off their work van. But you can just... They're not like some secret. You can just buy the key for them. You know what I mean? 
There's, yeah. only, there's like six different patterns. Yeah. I know my truck has locking lug nuts. But yeah, so does ours, but I and I hate it when I'm changing them. Yeah, yeah. I gotta go find the right yeah, I don't know. Sockets. I don't know where it is. <laughs> no one ever does. Yeah, I'm guessing it's in my glove box or console. I uh, never knows. I haven't taken my tires off in a very long time. <laughs> All right. Did you find yourself in a precarious situation? Your tire or your car? It doesn't even have to be your tire. Maybe your car just died. You don't. I don't know how to fix a car. Mm-hmm. You don't have signal. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Or maybe you did have signal. Um, or maybe you, did, did anybody have to like wave somebody down? Did they fix it for you? Give us a shout. This, this is the Crash and Mars podcast. A lot of people don't know how to change their own tire. Yeah. Which I guess maybe we should learn how to do it. I mean, I don't know if I will, to be honest. At this at this stage, no. No, probably not. No, no. I couldn't be passed. bothered. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we're talking about um, a poll that asked people if you're capable of changing a tire. And 57% of people who were polled said that they can. 40% of people said that they have not. And 25% of people said they're not sure if they're capable of doing it if they had to pull over and get it done. Hmm. So we want to know from you guys, uh, were you ever in a situation where you uh, suddenly got a flat tire? You didn't know how to do it. Maybe you didn't have signal. Uh, maybe just it wasn't the tires, but just something happened to the car. Mm-hmm. You had to pull over. Like nobody knows how to like just fix an engine. Oh, you can get some. You can get a lot of work done on the side of the road. Yeah, depending on how severe the problem is. Right? I guess people do repairs at Canadian Tire parking lots all the time. Oh, so yeah. why not do it on the side oh, of the road? I guess they do. Yeah, there's packaging flying around that parking lot. <laughs> You're right. I love the signs they have everywhere too. I know. Do not do repairs in the parking. Please quit lots. changing oil in our parking lots. <laughs> That's you fine. park over the drain, like the yeah, yeah, the uh, sewer. I drain. bought the oil from us. They're oil. All right, take Just it, give back. it back. Oh, I didn't even. I've never even noticed those signs. Oh, oh, they're oh, everywhere. People doing yeah, yeah. Putting alternators and doing everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Change out your batteries. All right, yeah, gotcha. Get it, get it done. Yeah. Uh, 780-489-4669 if you got a story. Uh, Shannon, hello. Good morning. How are you guys? Good, Hi, good. good. Uh, you ended up, uh, you were on a quad. Uh, you ended up breaking down in a place where there was no service. Oh. Yeah, our um, we have a lake lot um, about an hour and a half north of the city, and there's no reception. And we'd gone on a long quad ride, my husband and I, about an hour and a half around the lake. Yeah. And um, all of a sudden, you know, our the front, I think it's the ball joint, broke or came out. Mm. And that's the metal that, you know, holds your tire on. To yeah, the yeah. Quad. yeah, you hooped. And at the time... About two weeks before, I'd sprained my ankle really bad. Oh, so I'm no. starting to panic going, okay, well, I can't walk out of here. There's no way. I guess I, I'm just going to have to make camp and you go get help. And I'm starting to freak out. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and then I'm looking and I could see the lake and I knew that across the opposite side of the lake, there's a community. So I'm already in my head going, oh, I'm going to, I can use my dry bag that my sweater's in and I can float across and go get somebody to <laughs> get another vehicle. And bring. It's like, I'm, I'm planning here. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, my husband is a smart guy and he's handy. He's a mechanic and he's like, hold on, hold on. Yeah. And uh, luckily, he figured out a way. We have no tools really with us, like, you know, nothing sure, really. Yeah. yeah. No part. So he, he managed to actually, we pushed it close enough to a tree, winched it up off, you know, used the winch to pull the front end off the ground. Yeah. Um, he then used a tie strap that we had with us to kind of strap it back together yeah. just to limp it back home. Perfect. That's oh, all you nice need. Nice little fix there. Yeah, as long as you're slowly moving your way back home. 
and yeah, I could slowly, it took us instead of like an hour and a half to get in, it took us about four or five hours to get out. <laughs> uh, but the best part was on the way back on the trail, because we can't go more than like, you could walk faster, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're just barely moving, and the biggest black bear we've ever seen steps out in front of our quad, looks at us, stops, and oh. we were both kind of stunned, and I was like, Oh, here! <laughs> wow. You know, and my senses came to me, and it did. It kept on going, but then the best is my husband keeps looking behind us as he's driving, going, is it following us? Is it stuck? Where is it? Is it it's not. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I'd be worried like, it was following us, too. And you're going so bloody slow. Yes. <laughs> and he's like, and that's what he said. He's like, I can't go faster. Right. I'm like, wow, well, we had bear spray and stuff with us, but I'm like, I'm sure it's gone. But yeah. if you were both paranoid, <laughs> there. I bet. But well, I'm glad you got out of there. Thanks for me sharing too. that. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah, the adventure. No, <laughs> no kidding, kidding, hey? No kidding. Okay, take care, Shannon. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 So much like it's great, great that the quad got uh, moving. It was basically it just turned into a very slow wheelchair. Yeah, but like she was debating on floating across the lake. <laughs> well, because like we're yeah. we were giving Mars a hypothetical where she was just going to wait it out. No one's coming for you in the woods. Oh God, no! no. This like, is exactly why I don't quad. Yeah. For this reason. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you'd be out there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Just like giving her. <laughs> that exact reason. <laughs> Shannon nailed yeah. it. Yeah. Like, yeah, this yeah. is why. After all these years, we figured it out. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Brad, how you doing? Good. How are you? Good, good. Uh, you ended up with a little bit of a breakdown with your vehicle, right? Oh, yeah. It. Uh, I started work at 6 a.m. I had a guy going to Prince George ghost me, so I ended up having to put my tools on, and I ended up in the ditch in the winter about an hour outside of Prince George oh. with no cell coverage. Oh, no! What do you do? What, yeah. what did you do? Uh, uh, first, I tried to dig myself out. I got lucky, though, because I had, uh, because of that stretch, they send tow trucks regularly, so... I had one coming the other way five to ten minutes later. Oh, man. Who was able to pull me out. Yeah. But any other situation, I'd just be stuck there until somebody could pull me out. Yeah. Was it cold? Like, was it, like, like crazy cold, or was it livable? Oh, no. It was... It was snow and ice. It was cold. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, dead of winter. Oh, oh that my gosh. sucks. I, like, five minutes in, were you like, oh, my God, what do I do? Uh, I mean, a little bit. Part of it was just frustration it was kind of like I'm an idiot I'm in the ditch (laughs) (laughs) and you can't do anything about it well and I had to work that night so I'm just like oh I hope I make it on time yeah for sure yeah yeah now you're in a time crunch oh that's so stressful brutal All right, okay thanks Brad thanks Brad no worries okay bye bye that's terrifying you're in the ditch it's Mm -hmm. minus 30 yeah my god sometimes like when you blow by uh, someone in the ditch on the highway because you don't stop. It's going to be mayhem on the road if you stop during a yeah, blizzard. You'd love to stop. I would love yeah. to stop. The mayhem, Mars. Yeah, but you wonder. You're like, how long are they going to sit there for? <laughs> there is a weird thing. Like, when someone needs help on the side, you can see the hood up, I think, is the universal symbol. Uh, sure. Hazard zone. help is needed. Well, hazard, someone could be on the phone. True. I think, I think that hood's got to well, be hood's got to be up. But there's a lot of pressure, because once you stop to help... You better know how to solve the problem because no one else is going to stop now. Yeah, because mm. check this out. Chelsea and Spruce says, I pulled over to gas up and I could hear air hissing out of my tire. So I knew I had to change it. Now, I know how to change a tire, but I'm really small, not very strong. So I struggled to loosen the nuts. I started to change the tire and an ambulance driver pulls over and says, I'll help you. I said, oh, OK. We got the tire off. 
He's like, the tire goes on this way. And I said, I think it goes on the other way. Oh, oh no. And he said, no, 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 you're wrong. But he's helping me. So I was like, okay. Uh-huh. He put it on his way. Then he got in his ambulance and away he went. Once he was gone, I was sure it was on backwards. So I FaceTimed my dad and yep, it was on backwards. So I had to start all over a, again. It was a directional tire. Yeah. Oh. I'm still mad about that one. Hmm. Jeez. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> Good deed gone wrong. <laughs> what happens if you put a directional tire on the wrong way? You, uh, your old Kia, remember they... Yeah. Put your, yeah, you had winter tires on, yep. and yeah, I was t- I took her Kia down the hand down. I'm like, what is wrong with this vehicle? It was just like fighting itself. You'll feel it. Oh, oh yeah. that's what it does. And all the tires okay. were put on backwards. Yeah. So and I took that, it to a reputable business. Uh-huh. But you should have seen that thing in reverse. <laughs> like an F1 <laughs> car. Coming down the Like Kia Soul, just like tearing it up. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Amanda, how you doing? Hey, good. How are you guys? Good, Hi. good. Uh, you ended up having to change your tire, right? Well, no, I didn't, but um, <laughs> I made an attempt, I guess. So, sure. Um, I was relatively new to Alberta and a relatively new driver, and it was winter. And I was on my way to work. I worked in a retail store at West Edmonton Mall. So, I was going past the Telus World of Science and then realized I had a flat tire, pulled into it, the parking lot, and then. Um, I went and I got all the gear out and I thought, oh, here we go. Like, what's going to happen now? So I start watching YouTube videos. I've got all the little tools on the parking lot floor. Yeah. I'm panicking and I've got these freezing hands because I didn't have proper winter gear. And then across the parking lot, just my luck, honestly, fate, was an AMA tow truck just parked there hanging out. Oh, are you ever lucky? Yeah. Yeah. So I got really lucky and I'll never forget her name. It was this absolute goddess named Caitlin. She was Australian. Yeah. And she was just like, oh, help. And yes, yes. That's awesome. Like after me struggling for 20 minutes, with like all the tools. She was like, oh, I didn't even see you over there. Yeah. And then she flies over, changes it. And then I'm on my way. So Caitlin from AMA 10 years ago, if you're listening, I never forgot you. Oh, oh that's so sweet. Did you have an AMA membership? No, she just did it. Just and be nice. I offered her, I had like a 20, it was all I had. And I was like, here, Caitlin, get some lunch. And she was like, no, no, I'll just take the camera. <laughs> You're like, okay. all right, that's great. Okay. Oh, what, yeah. a, what a great memorable moment. Oh, so lucky. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so lucky. Yeah. You're so lucky. Thanks, Amanda. That's great. Thanks, Amanda. Yeah, see you guys. Okay, okay. bye. Bye bye. How lucky is that? Oh, no. Hi, mate. That was good. Uh-huh. Uh, this text here, 56789. Did you guys see the picture that Atnal posted on the app? Yeah. It says when your wife calls you and tells you she has a flat and she needs you to come help. Oh, my God. Um, That's beyond a flat. What the hell did she do? <laughs> she, drove on the, she drove on that flat. Bear attacker? I drove on my truck tire for a bit and it didn't look anything like that. She was clipping for a while on that one. <laughs> The rubber errands. is blown off the rim. Oh my gosh. That's funny. Honey, I think I have a leak. <laughs> <laughs> you bring the little repair kit. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, one more on this. Sure. Uh, Alanda's hanging on. How you doing? Not too bad yourself. Good, good. Uh, you had some car troubles. You ended up with a flat tire. I did. Uh, my family and I recently moved out of Edmonton to a smaller town. And yeah. I was on the highway home. And... We're currently with a cell phone provider that does that has really really bad reception at where we live. Oh, so no. I couldn't, I could not get through to anyone to save my life. So at ten thirty at night, pretty much pitch black, I had to change the tire myself 
which I've only done one other time with a flashlight in my mouth as I'm trying to see. Oh, that sucks. Did you do it? I did it. I, just as I was finishing up, a gentleman pulled off the side to see if I needed help. And I'm like, I'm good now. He's like, well, let me just make sure you... And I'm like, dude, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, Please go away. You're like, if you were here 10 minutes ago, you could have been a hero and did it yourself. Yeah, right. But no. Yeah. <laughs> At least you knew how to... Like, did you know how to do it then? I did. Well, I had two really good uncles when I got my license at 17. They took me for a drive on a country road, on a country road, and stabbed a tire and told me to change it. <laughs> oh, this, I mean, they didn't have to stab it. Mars, that's how I'm going to teach you how to change a tire. I'm going to stab living. the tire of your they, Tesla. They thought it was. They thought it was funny and dramatic, and it was. It was an old tire anyway they were going to throw away, so they oh. just thought they'd have some fun. Uh, yeah. Sure. Okay. I like that, and I like that. All right. Yeah, well, I'm glad you were able to get that yeah, done. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Okay, thanks, Alanda. It took a lot longer, but I got it done, and I just, I changed cell phone companies right away after <laughs> Immediately. that. Immediately. I would, too. Yeah, I don't blame you. All right. Okay, thanks. <laughs> thanks, guys. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Oh, I, I think we can all agree it was Freedom Mobile, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, They're so Change, body. Change uncles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stop the tire. Yeah, it's a little dramatic. That's so dramatic. I do love it, though. <laughs> so dramatic. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> 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 all right, guys. We got to get out of here. It's almost 10 o'clock. All right. Yeah, let's uh, jam out. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. We got to let poor Haley go and figure out her life. I'm in so much pain. Fix oh your sticky rib. I took two extra strength Tylenols and they have not touched the pain. Haley, oh boy. I got Advil. I want to die. Don't take the Tylenol. What time's your appointment to go get that rib kicked back in? It's at 11. So I'm leaving like right oh, now. Yeah. All oh, right. Good, okay. good. Relief We're is gonna on We're going to get out of here so Haley can go get all fixed up. You guys have yourselves an awesome rest of this gloomy day. Uh, but good news. We're all back tomorrow at six o'clock. So we will see you guys then. Okay. Bye. 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 Want to join the show live? live? Catch them weekday mornings, six to 10 on 1023 Now Radio. 1023 Now Radio.